Just one fight. I don't think that you should do that. You're not going to be able to. Um, I am. I have to. It's my, it's my best friend from Japan, and he's fighting, and this is a make or break. I promise when you. When is the fight over? Uh, it could be 15 minutes. It could be five. I promise you. I promise you. Watch. If I'm not focused, I'll stop it. I promise. Okay. I hope you'll be focused. You I can am. move a little bit closer to the mic. Right here? Yeah. So, I'm um, like, you. how do you feel about this whole Britney Griner stuff? You know, um, it's it's hard to say, right? Because recently I just seen like there was another there was another girl, a white girl, who yeah. went to Russia, kind of same thing, but had more drugs, and was only in jail or something like two months or something like that. Yeah, I but saw you know, that. I just think they're just making an example out of her and yeah. stuff like that, you know. And I think that they've been calling her prisoner of war. I mean, I wouldn't consider that a prisoner of war, but I can I can understand that because of was it Russia and Ukraine and stuff like that mm-hmm. in America uh, helping. It's out like Ukraine. a silent war. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But then you know, it's just like it's favoritism, right? It's favoritism is good when it happens to you, but when it doesn't happen to you, that's when it's bad. Yeah, like I do, I do think that people should consider the fact that. Uh, Crimes in other countries hold different weights. Mm -hmm. So while I do think, of course, that what they're doing is extreme, um, this is the value of that crime in that country. Mm -hmm. And this happens to millions of Americans all the time. And not only in places like Russia and other countries. Like you go to another country, commit a crime, and like... The repercussions are extremely severe, yeah. much more than much more than we would expect here. But I I do think that they're making an example out of her, and no. I think she's being used as collateral. Um, and it's weird because it's like I'm not trying to say Brittany Griner's not like popular or famous, mm-hmm. but I just feel like she's such a small piece of whatever puzzle is what like why a WNBA player Correct. like why because she's black. Wow. Okay. Right. And I think, you know, with the whole thing of Black Lives Matter and stuff and stuff like that. So then it's just like, here, we're going to make an example of somebody, you know, Um, you know, in Japan, weed is illegal in Japan. So if you get caught with weed, you lose your green card. Yeah. You got to leave the country. Exactly. So, you know, I think people forget how free america is yeah and then you think freedom is everywhere and it's not exactly and america not america cannot just go in and grab britney grinder <laughs> right. like people are like i hate america like what do, first of all what does america have to do with this that's number one i'm not saying that they're they don't have the the political whatever tactics Mm -hmm. to possibly help her get out they Mm do but there's a still a process to even them helping her like so i don't know but then they even said right they would exchange her for some guy that we're holding who's like a russian yeah the russian guy who's considered like um a mass murderer no like a not a mass murderer but like like the arms dealer like the like the arms deal of of death like he Mm. i guess he has like all types of weaponry and stuff like that and then it's kind of like all right we'll just hey give us back and you know then we just do a swap right but then it's but it's not an even swap right but then people think it's an even swap because it's a person person but then it's just like what about the greater good yeah what if that you release this guy he goes back to russia we get britney the guy from russia he's like all right cool i'm out uh 
here you go, Russia. Here goes these nukes I got from Afghanistan or from some other country. Yeah. And then now Russia's like, now we got the stuff. So wait, like he's not a criminal in Russia. He's just a criminal in the U.S. Because ah, this is where he was caught. Correct. So I think like he's he would be a free man if if Russia, they did a swap. Correct. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So mm. that's when everybody's just like, oh, you should just do the swap. And I was like, bro, you got to think about the greater good. Like, yeah, it sucks you being making it, you're being made it an example of, but hey, you you did it, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and, I, and I get what everybody's saying. Yeah, but it's still not right. And that's still not fair. And I was like, yeah, and I feel you. It's not fair in America. Do you think that she was privy to the rules of Russia before she got there? I don't think she goes. I mean, to be honest, who Googles rules? You yeah. know, you can Google rules even when you go to different states and you get in trouble for a certain thing and then right. they tell you ignorance of the law mm-hmm. is not a valid excuse. Right. Right. Because but then who who's going to um, research laws? Because you ever Googled weird laws? Yeah. Like there's some weird laws in America that you can get in trouble for. Like, I don't know. I'm making this up. But then probably they'd be like, you know, if you go to have sex with a rabbit, it's a felony. Like who's trying to have sex with a rabbit? But you never know. Yeah, but you never know. Watch. <laughs> let me see. While you're talking, I think I'm going I'm to find one. I'm going to see what Jersey has. Um, but welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. Happy Monday. My name is Jernique, and I'm grateful for you guys listening. Shout out to all you beautiful people out there. Um, you know, on the wake up, on the on the wake down. It's been a few weeks. It's been like three weeks since I've recorded, but thank you for tuning in. Happy Monday. Um, if you guys can hear, I have a guest here and his name is Ricardo Supreme. Let me give you a little clap. Actually, that wasn't it. Oh, That's oh, not it button? either. These are the claps. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So we're giving him a standing ovation. Um, Ricardo, do you have a nickname like Ricky? Uh, you know, I go by many names. You can call me Ricky, Ricky Ricardo, uh, did you Ricky have- Tan, MMA Schizo, Schizo the that. Creator, was Schizo your, as Baby. Was your fighter name Schizo? Well, you know, I don't really have a fighter name because I had a losing record. So I was more focused on trying to win instead of the nickname. That's crazy. But what did they announce you as? Ricardo Surprise. Oh, okay. You, know. you fought in America or yeah. in... Oh, and, really? and, and Japan too. Wow, that's yeah. cool. So Ricardo is a former MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. Would you still like to get back out there? Yeah, I was thinking about it. You enjoy day. fighting? Yeah. You Why? Know, you release stress. You didn't want to like you. You didn't get mad when you got beat up, like mess. You you ever got a like a black eye? Yeah, black eye bumps and stuff like that. Damn, you don't care. It'll heal. Yeah, that's wild. Um, but cool. Yeah. At the same time, but so um, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh. How old are you? 35, Okay. I think, 35. You know this is the This Is 30 podcast, right? Yes. Okay. So you, you made it. I'm, I've been made it. I'm 35. Yeah, you made it in the... Like, not the cusp. You're like, in the if middle. I was, if I was 31, or like just turning 30. Yes. So. But this is, this is for everybody. This mm. is 30 is for everybody, but you're in, yeah. you're in well, the mix. You know, I think it's good also, too, because uh, the best thing that young generations can get as advice or, you know, just problems and solutions from older generations, you know, because it could help them out. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Um, so, yeah, I cut you off. My bad. It's okay. Uh, Army veteran, war veteran, uh, born in F- Massachusetts, grew up in Florida, 
ended up in Jersey, mm. then Japan, then back to Jersey. What is your, where is your favorite place to live? Colorado. You've lived in Colorado? Yes. So where do you think you will like retire or move eventually? Ah, so six months ago, I thought it was Japan, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Now it's up in the air. Wow. Yeah. But you love Japan. I love Japan. Yeah. You like, what is it about? Is it the culture, the... Um, that, you know, everything was new to me, so mm -hmm. it could be the culture, but, like, I guess the food and just uh, the architect, architect, you know? Okay. Because it looks like... Futuristic? New York City. On steroids. In every city. On, on well, like, the main cities, so, like, there's, like, Shinjuku, Roppongi, uh, Shibuya, and they just look like New York City. New York City is just like a five, what be like a five minute walk, and then you're out of it. But then like Japan is like it's ten, fifteen minutes walk, and just lights everywhere. Oh, I think nice. probably that really is what I like. It's just the lights and just the stuff that you could, you could find over there, you know. And they're like the gods of vending machines. They have a vending machine for everything. For everything. They has a vending machine for bananas. Really? Yeah, you can just go to a vending machine and buy a banana. That's pretty cool. Um, I know this is so off topic, but I think an Asian owns the vending machine in my building. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I know that's wild, but, um, so this is your first time on the, this is 30 podcast, mm -hmm. but you guys have probably heard Ricardo on the, if you don't say it, we will podcast. He often sits in with Gene and them. Um, and he is wild. He's, yes. you, he, you have a lot of like, um, I feel like experiences. Not only experiences, I feel like you have a lot of hot takes. What's if a hot we, take? A hot take is like a take that's unusual oh. or just like not popular opinion. Yeah, uh, I think I think that you're like a, a sore, not, I don't want to call you a sore thumb, but you stand out. No, for sure. I do, yeah. I do stand out. Um, so before we get into our topics for the day, because this is, this is 30 podcast, I do want to ask you, where were you in life? Like when you turned 30, if you could think back to what you were doing, uh, what positions pause that you were in, <laughs> what, what was life like when you first turned 30? Dang. You're like, you haven't really thinking. I don't it's even only know. five years ago. Yeah, I know. It's so much happening. Were you in still in the years? military? No, I've been out the military. I've been out the military 10 years. Oh wow! So I know that. So you only it. did one. Yeah. Four after, years. Three. After that, it was okay. Uh, no more. No, thank you. Okay, so at thirty, were you living in Japan? Yeah. Was I living in Japan? Had to be, right? What year was I even thirty? <laughs> it was five years ago. So that means or six years ago, almost six years ago. Was actually, two thousand and fifteen. Uh, if it was six years ago, it was two thousand and sixteen. So I was in Jersey, then I went to Japan. Okay. Yeah. And um, what, wait, I always, I don't know why I like thought that because you were in Japan, it was because of the military. Because uh, that's what you think, right? Because the norm is you travel outside right. to those places because you're military. Mm -hmm. but, but what took you there? My ex-wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, um, and then also to MMA. Oh. Yeah. I thought. So you just decided you wanted, she decided she wanted to live I in did. Japan? Yeah. Okay. I did, yeah. Same way I decided to come up to Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So you don't remember what you were doing when you were 30? I, think, I swear I was. Because this is a really hard question for you. It is. 
Like it's it's even Old hard to ask me like, like last week. I don't even know. If you asked me what I was doing last week, I probably wouldn't even know. Okay, maybe I'll ask you this instead. Okay. Do you feel like there were pressures on you when you turned 30, like whether they be like direct or indirect pressures, like to have accomplished certain things? Um, Not really. Okay. Pressure, but, you know, I do, I did embrace my journey. So then like I see my other friends, you know, they're settling down. They're getting houses and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm buying another microwave, guys. <laughs> so, you know, it's... Um, same, same. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's difficult. It was difficult and stuff like that. But I knew, because I have blind faith. So, like, I knew where whatever I'm going through, I'm supposed to be going through. Because that's what God has it for me. Because if he didn't, then I wouldn't be doing it. Right. I like that. Um so now at 35, do you feel like you're in a good place? Yes. And are you are you comfortable with your accomplishments? Yes, yes. You know, I think there's a lot of people who live in the world of regrets, mm. you know, and I think that's one thing that I've I think I, I've done well not to always say like, oh, you know, I regret doing this. I just say, okay, cool, let's do it. You know, if it doesn't work out, then at least I'm not that same person because I actually took a step forward, you know? So that same person who was saying, maybe we should do this, we should do that. Now I'm that person to say, I did this, I failed at it. What can we do next? Okay. So you don't, I, I really like that phrase, the world of regrets, because yeah. that's a, um, it's a, it's a regular world, I think that exists, but you don't want to like, live in it yeah it, i mean it's a place but you're for, like i don't want to say you're forced to live in it but then it's just like subconsciously we live in it right yeah. so if you're conscious of your subconscious then it's that's when you start to venture out into the world you know there was this um i don't know some motivational quote that i seen and it said we have two lives and the first life is knowing the first life is thinking you have everything all the time and the second life is knowing your time is limited you know so like if you ever talk to somebody who was like a cancer patient or yeah. something like that and they're like they're about to die and then somehow they survive through the grace of god and they're like you know what i was gonna go to this country or i was gonna sail this boat or i was gonna start this business let me do it now because you face death you know what i mean mm -hmm. and then now you've overcome it because that's one of the biggest thing to overcome is death right, right? because once you die like it's not a video game you don't have another life to live right but when you face it and you and you really and it's like a really hard talk with yourself to be like you know what i'm not coming back and like i've had those talks with me in afghanistan where like i really thought like because people were dying so then it was just like if they're dying i'm probably next, next mm -hmm. right and then it's and it's not like a place where i could be like oh you know what people are dying in irvington so let me just move to woodbridge or something like that right. i still have to stay in afghanistan i still have to go out to the missions and stuff like that so then it just became to the point where i was just like bro preparing yourself. i'm gonna die mm -hmm. i saw well, you know what before i die i'm just gonna enjoy myself so i used to eat dairy queen and all that stuff and just, <laughs> and just <laughs> you know and then i was it's it's dairy queen <laughs> It's being the <laughs> being the foundation of yeah. a good life. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy too because you know, um, rest his soul. You know, we had uh, one of my sergeants. You know, we deployed together and stuff like that. And he has he had like seven kids. You know, and he would just save, 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 save. Don't go out to eat. He don't eat at the 
I forgot what it's called, it's like green beans. That's like our Starbucks in Afghanistan. He don't go to Burger King. He just eat at the chow hall to save money because he had seven kids, you know? Then he dies Damn. in Afghanistan. Did he die there? In Afghanistan, How was yeah. He a missile came over. Wow. Yeah. Where Ow. were you? Oh, that's another story. Oh, yeah. wow. But yeah, because I was like in a different part of Afghanistan because I volunteered to go. Wow. So then if I didn't volunteer to go, his room was with my other sergeant's room and the other sergeant's my best friend and I always hang out with him so it could have been that day we're all hanging out just talking and then just boom you know so like that's why also too another thing I always volunteer like at work and stuff like that they're like oh who wants to come in on Saturday I will you know Mm -hmm. because that's embedded in me you know what I mean damn so like I seen I seen somebody save and then it's just like then when we got back and stuff like that the wife just spending money because like for me when I went to Afghanistan I put a half a million life insurance on me so I don't know what he put but you know we see her flossing Mercedes everything I'm like damn and he didn't yeah. enjoy it correct it. Right. because he was saving mm-hmm. right now I get you like you can save right but the future is not promised but then a lot of people just say that you know. The few, oh, tomorrow's not promised. But then, just like how you're talking about like the whole Kevin Gates situation, is it's like your words and your actions don't match. So some people they say that, then you do other things because you don't even feel it. Right. But I feel it, you mm. know. And it, when I feel it, it reminds me of those times I was like, bro, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. And I'll figure it out later. I always say like perspective is everything because it changes like, it literally changes everything. The lens that you look at life through will change your experience. Mm -hmm. I don't have, I feel like at this point, I'm especially the summer that I've been having, I'm like stuck completely in the middle um, because I'm in a place of like halfway blind faith. And then Mm -hmm. um, the other half is just like, bro, you're not like the worst of the worst is you actually know the best of the best is coming. Why Mm -hmm. are you behaving like this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like wasting your energy on being, anxious filled and worried and all of this other kind of stuff is just literally that a waste of energy like you know the best of the best is coming yeah but see i want to stop you right there and i think that's like a that's a bad mindset to have right because you're telling yourself that you know what i know the end result but you don't even have the power to do that Well, I do know when I say what I'm talking about is something very specific Mm -hmm. as in I even though I don't want to get into it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But it's very specific. So I know that things I have the guarantee that things are going to get better um, based on what I'm experiencing right now. It's just frustrated, frustrating experiencing it while I'm in it. But, you know, how do you even know when you get it? That's what you really wanted. Right. Because, you know, you see like a lot of famous people, they'll. All they want to do is get famous. And then when they get it and they're at that level, they're like, you know what? I don't even want this no more. Because one thing I've learned is you can have, first I used to say you can have everything in this world, right? But then I started to realize you can have everything in this world, but not simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Like something has, you have to sacrifice something, you know? And so when you're saying like, you know what? I know I have to go through this because I'm going to get this and it's in a guarantee. And I get that, right? But then when you get that tangible stuff whatever it is right because you you don't know what it is to have it now so you don't even know what those feelings you're gonna have so when you get it then you don't know how you're gonna feel once you have it because you can't control the external so you don't know if people are gonna treat you different and what i don't know what what it is but you know this is true but 
I also feel like that's why I'm saying I'm I'm living in the middle because I'm I'm under the under understanding of that mm-hmm. because I don't want to put too much value in things like that anyway. Like I don't want to put too much value in things or in but if I when I explain it off the podcast you'll understand. Uh, okay, what okay, I'm okay, okay, okay. Okay, um, that makes sense then. Okay, okay. So let's get into some fun stuff. Oh, and I just wanted to say one thing like Go ahead. This is about you saying like I'm kind of like halfway in and halfway out and like I have half blind faith. Right? No. You said you you said half blind faith. No, I said I have blind faith. Oh, well, well I don't remember what I said. Yeah, but I'm pretty, I think ago. you said you said like half cuz I was listening to it uh-huh. and you know I was listening to this Eric Thomas podcast, and then there's another guy on there. It's called CJ, and he talked about this Roman scripture. It says, Romans 4, 19, 25. It says, he didn't tiptoe around God's promise, asking cautiously skeptical questions. He plunged into the promise and came up strong, ready for God, sure that God would make good on what he said. Yeah, that's a word. Thank you. I feel like you sent me that this I week, did, yeah. too. I've been saying and, um, you messed up. And um, I really appreciate that because... It's necessary and it's it's real, but I'm not trying to make this an emotional podcast. Okay, no problem. <laughs> make it funny then. Okay, so um, I I was gonna go in one direction with you, but before we even go there, I do want to ask you about your preference in women. Oh, okay, go ahead. I knew <laughs> okay, it was coming. Okay, so I know like every I guess everybody knows this about you. Everybody who knows me, yes. And I I'm gonna be very um. I don't Damn. think there's no else to say. I'm going to be very monotone mm. because I do not want to make my feelings a part of this. Uh-huh. And I don't, I don't, to be honest, preference is preference. Correct. So you do not like black girls. No. And when I'm saying I don't like them, it's not like if I see you and I say, ew, right? It's not that. <laughs> it's just that when it comes to dating, it's not my preference. And it's because of my childhood. You know, a lot of people are afraid to say that within black culture, it's negative, right? Sometimes. Some people's experiences. Majority of the times. It's in our music, right? It's in our movies. It's in everybody's music. No, it's not. Have you heard a country song that was was negative about their own? There's tons. Uh, I would love to hear that. There's tons. There's white music that's negative about their own, too. uh, There are some, too, but I guess it depends on the genre, right? Because... like, Same with black people, right? It depends on what you're yeah, listening to. right, but then black people are the ones always saying black lives matter, but we're killing each other. Or our songs are mainly about, I took your girl because I got more money hold than on, you. Hold on, hold on. But we won't go into that part. No, the reason okay. I want to stop you is because there is a positive and a negative in almost every aspect of this world. Correct. Let's not be black people who point the finger at black music as much negative black music as there is there's a plethora of positive black music i've never heard you've never white heard positive music being played in court to bring somebody to jail or to bring charges well have you ever been to an eminem trial no sorry mama mm-hmm. i'm cleaning out my closet i do uh, yeah I- you didn't see his divorce proceedings when he was talking about putting his wife in the back of his trunk and choking her and killing her? I mean, well, that's one person. Yeah, yeah. there's tons. But yeah, but then he's, he's talking of, about a specific situation. Black black culture or black music is not talking about that. It's talking about in general. But we won't get into that. So Why won't why shouldn't we? Well, because I'm going to explain to you why okay. for the black girls, right? So, I, for me, when I was growing up, I had low self-esteem. I had insecurities and stuff like that. And you know, the 
people who always remind me of those insecurities were black girls. Oh, you ugly. You this. You dark and stuff like that. So I grew up thinking I was ugly. I was dark. And that and white sk- women told you you were beautiful? No, you know, white women didn't say that I was beautiful, but they didn't say nothing, you know? Like, I like, like what I'm trying to say is when I was going to school, white people never approached me. Oh, you ugly. You know, even to this day, like I still have some friends and they're black. So don't make it seem like I'm like an Uncle Tom and stuff like that. But, you know, like their boyfriends, they'd be like, damn, you ugly. I'd be like, okay, you trying to date me? Why do you care about how I look? But like, that's the first thing that you have to say. Why does the first thing you have to say have to be negative? Like, what, what does my look do for you? If I'm ugly, let me just be ugly. Right. But why do you have to remind me that I'm ugly? Hmm. Or is it the fact that you don't like yourself? So you want to pass something you want to pass the negativity on to me to make me feel bad. So then I just say, bro, you trying to have sex with me or not? Then no, you gay. Then you, well, you looking at me, you judging me. So when it comes to black, when it comes to black women, they're the ones who's always reminding me that. And it's like I felt like they always kept me down. And then when you start dating black women, they expect to be treated like a Nubian <laughs> queen, you know? And I'm very hard on myself. So I want to reach that level. But you're giving me a level that I feel that's unattainable. So then I, I wouldn't even put myself in that situation. Hmm. So that's the reason why, you know? I, okay. This is what I'll say in response mm-hmm. to you. Your feelings are valid mm-hmm. for you, especially Correct. because you experienced it. What I will say is... Um, I'm not going to, in an attempt to disagree with you, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that your experiences aren't real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, black people can be mean. Mm -hmm. I happen to be of the same uh, uh, understanding Mm -hmm. that white people can be mean to white people. Correct. uh, That Asian people are mean to Asian people. And it just happens. And I think that the way people process, internalize negative comments is different. I'm... 33 years old and I remember somebody like I used I had really bad acne growing mm-hmm. up and I remember somebody telling me I look black like the concrete or just mm-hmm. no he didn't he actually didn't even say that I think I said that back to him because mm-hmm. he was really dark mm-hmm. but I think he told me I don't know if you remember the the snack star crunch yeah, yeah, yeah. that you used to get from the corner store he told me I looked like a star crunch because of my the acne. <laughs> and look at you laughing that's funny yeah, so my point is being made fun mm-hmm. of, being talked to disrespectfully is a part of life. I don't I'm not saying it's the best thing that should happen and all kids should experience it. It is something that unfortunately happens when kids are young, stupid, mm-hmm. dumb and immature. We mm-hmm. do dumb shit. Mm-hmm. I would like to believe that I've never made somebody feel uncomfortable or out of place, but I'm sure if you ask a hundred of my classmates, maybe one will tell you, you know what, Jernique did something I didn't like when mm-hmm. we were 12. Mm-hmm. Jernique said something to me that I didn't like. Now, if those were experiences that you chose to internalize and carry with you throughout your life, mm-hmm. and they kind of just helped you or molded how you understood your kind, mm-hmm. um, I guess whatever. But what I will say is that I think that the things you described happen in all cultures. No, and I and I and I get that part, right? And then it's not like saying like like soon as I see black girls, I shut it down, right? But I know myself, right? And then the black girls I do like, they're not good for me, right? Uh, you partake in drugs because you're drinking alcohol, right? So okay, like, okay, right? But you know, crack is not good for you, so you're not gonna do crack. 
Okay. Right? How, so where are we going? So what I'm saying is the black girls that I do like. They I, like crack? No, they don't like crack, but I know it's not going to be good because I like the ratchet ones. <laughs> right? So, like, that's what turns me on. So then it's just like, but I know if I get into a situation with them, like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I could be in a situation like with Blueface. Like, I like those girls. Those black girls who, like, fight back. I, like, it turns me on. <laughs> but there's nothing good that's gonna come out of you. You gonna hit me? I'm gonna hit you. Now what? <laughs> but why would I put myself in that situation? Wow, this is crazy. <laughs> I don't know where we are. I'm confused. Um, I'm okay, mm-hmm. so you don't like black? <laughs> you don't like black women because of you know trauma from your childhood, yes. and you also don't like black women because you're inclined to be the ones that I like the most ratchet. Yes. <laughs> So then it's just like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put myself in that situation. Like, but those girls like they, the tattoos, the piercings, the, uh, you know, the the ones do like this and stuff like like I do that. Yeah, but like like it, like it turned like it turned me on. Yo, you know. Oh my gosh. So. Okay, now, but white women and other races of women don't make you feel like that. They make you feel loved. Um. It's giving even, I yes. I, I don't even know how to even answer that question because it's like you're just saying like because like even white women like white women did me wrong, Spanish women did me wrong, you know. But I think it's just that. Why don't that you have carryover. so much to say about them though? But because I think that carryover trauma. Okay. I don't have from them. Okay. All right. I. It's like rollover you know, trauma. That's fair. That's fair. It's fair. I don't agree. Mm-hmm with you mm-hmm. but it's fair i think it's a cop-out but i think it's fair i, I mean if, if it's a cop-out to you yeah that's perfectly fine yeah i just yeah. because i feel like there's shitty people everywhere oh for sure but you know i don't i can't i don't i hope i'm not trying to be dismissive to your childhood but it doesn't trauma. it doesn't bother me right because okay. you'll never understand it right right all you can do is hear it yeah you process it you interpret it how you want you're going to process it with your information mm-hmm. you're going to see if it's valid or if it's not valid you never experience it then it's like well it's not valid no so, i'm not saying it's not valid well, but so, i'm saying i don't completely understand so, or think that it warrants a so that's what i'm saying when, when you say warrants it's like it's validation because it warrants right not really, because I I think that you're in, you're you're, I think that you are entitled to how you feel. Correct. So I don't want to. I'm not trying to devalue how mm. you feel. But it doesn't bother me if you devalue it, because if you devalue me, like it literally does nothing to me. Mm-hmm. I See, don't lose I've had black. I, I I don't know. I just feel like. Have people, you dated outside the race? Sorry to keep. It I haven't. Mm. I have not. Um. But I have friends, I've, or I've had friends of all walks of life. My brother-in-law is a white guy. Mm-hmm. He's been with my sister since I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so my family is somewhat blended. Um, why you? Why are you shaking because, your head? Because like it's giving me, it's giving me those vibes when like when you ask somebody, it's just like, well, have you ever been in the military? They're like, well, no, but I got my brother in the military. But you don't know those experiences, right? So whatever experiences that you're getting third-party information. So like if you, I'm, lo- I'm, I love everybody. Yeah, and it's but okay. But do I want a black husband? Absolutely. Mm. That's what I want. So I don't want to say I don't date on my race. If I meet a white guy, if I meet an Asian guy, if I meet 
anybody who meets the height requirements. See, that's the, oh my God. <laughs> that meets the height requirements. I'm game. I'm not going to like force myself and be like, no, I can't date you because you're not black. However, mm. I date black men. And mm. that's what I've always dated. Mm -hmm. I'm not against dating outside of my race, but there are certain things that I just there's. It's weird because the your childhood experience is one that I think that growing up with my parents, my parents were very big on uplifting me. I guess you could say, but they did not do it on purpose, and it's the reason why I want black children. Because I want, I feel like I want a do-over mm. of imparting purposeful confidence and faith and strength into a child. Like my my parents did the best they could do. They they were trying the best they could do. But mm. I don't think that, especially as foreigners in mm. this country, I don't think they realized because the whole you saying you're so dark, that's not a thing. Like in you're you're Haitian. Mm -hmm. That's not I know it's a thing when it comes to class and stuff like that. But as it is in America, it's not a thing. Being black is beautiful in a lot of foreign countries. Being alive is beautiful. Being dark skinned, being brown nobody looks at you and like and they're like ha 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 like all shades of black is beautiful like in a lot of places so i feel like my parents never knew that that was a thing in america uh. that they had to like sit me down and mm -hmm. talk to me about mm -hmm. um it's weird because i know this is kind of like off topic Ludacris, his wife she's from gabon and that's a country like very close to Cameroon. Uh -huh. um, I believe she's mixed though. Mm -hmm. So um, I believe her dad is white. And long story short, Ludacris is light skin. Mm -hmm. She's light skin. Her two kids that she has, and all of Ludacris's kids are light skin. And she brought her sister to live with them. Mm -hmm. Her sister's our co mm -hmm. complexion. And she always posts her 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 little sister and she's like i'm teaching her how to love herself in a house full of light-skinned people and i know it's hard but i'm very purposeful about letting her know that she's beautiful and she's blah 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 so that's the point that i'm making about wanting black children because i don't if i marry somebody on my race and i have to have the tough like conversations mm -hmm. that's fine mm -hmm. i have to do that my nieces and nephews they're all mixed that's mm -hmm. fine mm -hmm. but i am excited about the opportunity to teach a fully black child about their worth and be purposeful about it it may sound corny it may sound loserish but i want to do that i can't wait to do that mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna do it no matter what my kid is but mm -hmm. i i'm excited at the idea of doing it with my black husband and my black ass kids <laughs> <laughs> you know um i would like to say some things but then i, I don't want to trigger uh -huh. anybody you know like i don't know like how you feel about say like, it. like the conversation of like suicide mm -hmm. say it right so you're talking about that you're excited to raise a black child and then to empower them correct mm -hmm. so what if your words don't hold enough value as the external words and then now your son commits suicide because of that are, are you excited about that also too like like not only say like excited but like can you handle that Right, because you were always talking about the good parts, and it's easy to talk about the good parts, but with the bad parts also too. Because you know, I had suicidal thoughts when I was younger because I didn't like my skin color. I tried to bleach my skin because mm -hmm. I wanted to be light because I always get made fun of, you know. Yeah. Then and then to the point where it's just like you don't even know where you belong, yeah. right? Because you're 
you're too dark to be with the dark skins. You're not light skinned, so you can't go over here. But then you'll get made. But then you can hang out with certain people, but then still get made fun of. So then it's just like, where do you belong? And those are the people who commit suicide. Yeah. Because you don't know where you belong. Yeah. You know. So like, I didn't even know where I belong. But then this my girlfriend now. You know, this one person comes along and then lets me know. You know, and. Let's the know thing that is, beautiful. like, you're so cool. So, like, it's, but I'm cool now. I know, but it, even then, I just feel like it's it it's um it's sad that you had to experience it's that. Li- and but you, it's life. It is life, and but I don't think that those issues are, although they were triggered or brought on by you're being made fun of mm. i don't think they're specific to any race or any gender i feel like all people depending on whatever trigger they have mm-hmm. can come to those thoughts and those ideas about themselves uh, I don't so when think i so you I, don't think that white people get triggered to commit suicide no, and oh sometimes yes. oh the, yes but that's I, what i'm talking oh, about okay, sorry, sorry, i'm sorry. talking about the thoughts of suicide ah, ah, okay can be triggered by a multitude yes, of things yes so when i'm thinking about raising kids i know i'm under the guise that my child can be unhappy for any reason mm-hmm. no matter how much of a great job i'm doing or trying to do I, their external factors i'm not going to be there every single step Correct. of the way okay i think that that's also a testament I don't know where you grew up, but I feel like where did you grow up? I grew up in Hollywood, Florida. It's the hood, uh, or you had a mixed environment. So I like my house was like in the white area, Caucasian area. Okay. You know, middle class family. It sounds like it. Yeah, middle class, middle class family, but yeah. was a middle class living. Right, if but that it makes still sense. sounds like your environment when you when you tell me things like. You wanted to bleach your skin, mm-hmm. and it sounds like you grew up in an area that was affluent. I could, I don't know why. I just mm-hmm, got that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. But like, I didn't do it because of where I lived. I do it because of the jokes that I made fun of, you know. And then it just gave me like low self esteem. Yeah, self-esteem. but I feel like there's a we can and we don't have to stay here uh-huh. but i feel like there's always like a two-way street no to for that. sure for so sure. yeah you were being made fun of but you inside of your mind conceptually you were also identifying greatness as a different color you were you were identifying goodness as a as another color and it you might think that it was only because you were being made fun of mm-hmm. but it could also been what you were seeing and what you thought of lighter complected people or white people and you it, felt like their experience was much better so that's what you wanted to and be it, it could have been subconsciously but you know i think right now we are in a generation where we're really focusing on like mental health and it's becoming more and more relevant you know because back then yeah, it, wasn't it wasn't like that thing. you know mm-hmm. and then and then also to his technology right because technology is like you didn't know if somebody had mental health in right. jersey if you're in florida but right. you just know who had mental health problems right here, you know? And I think it's a generational knowledge, right? Because, you know, there are some kids, like white people, or I think more, probably it's mostly white, from my knowledge, right? Like, they're already introducing therapy at a young age, you know? And for us, like... That wasn't was a like, thing. Yeah, like who, like, who does therapy? You know what I mean? Right. So, but now, because of technology, and we're able just to Google stuff and everything. So, I think we're more informed, but then the problem or the issue is that we're using the information and then somehow still getting warped to yeah go like to make it work for yourself yeah. 
you have amongst this you also have attention seekers so it's like mm, yeah and, and and any form of attention seeking to me shows that you have a problem so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. but you do have people who are like you said they're warped they're they just want attention yeah so there's there is a real problem but it's not as it's not the same real problem that that other person who's really fighting for yeah. their life is having. But then we don't know, right? Because there's right. no metric on that. Right. So like that's the th- hard so part. So then then now when you tell somebody, oh, you know what? You didn't have it hard like me, but you know what? You could have had it yeah. hard. Like now it's not maybe the same hard as I had it, but it was hard to you. You know. Right. So then the reality through our lens is always different. So then that's why like I don't believe in right and wrong because even though we see the same thing, you interpret it a different way, I interpret it a different way because you know, I'm uh, reading this book called like The Whole Brain Living and then it talks about like the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere and like the I think it's the right hemisphere, don't quote me because I could be wrong, but like the right hemisphere is what lives for now and like the left hemisphere is what's in the past. And then when you're thinking, you think with both brains and then that's why it connects with whatever you have going on now mm. with the past and then it just merges together automatically you know are you a christian uh nothing okay i believe in god um but you do not subscribe to a uh a label no don't read the bible or but you you just you a few minutes ago you you gave me a scripture correct i didn't i got the scripture from somebody else but i'm not the person like who keeps the bible on but you like scripture reference yes uh, i like anything i'll get something from the quran Okay. You know, anything, you know, I think overall, I believe in a higher power. Okay. I believe in the universe. I believe in universal energy. And I think whatever name that you have for it, it's still a universal. So over here, I'm a universal energy or higher power. What do so you call it? I just call it faith, God. So it's, it, like I said, it just depends on the person, you know, because Buddhist people, they believe in something else different, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they don't believe in. I don't think they'll believe in God. They believe in. I don't I know, think know I the just, name. Of, so I don't even want to say it wrong. They, I think they them. do incarnation and stuff like that. I believe that. In reincarnation too. Yeah. Okay. Um. I asked you that only because the way you speak, you sound like a Christian. Uh. Some of the things you say. Uh huh. To me, especially your reference to scripture and um faith. The ter- I know those are those are terms now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now. Um. But. It, you do sound like a Christian, so I was just I just wanted to make sure. But I did also Sorry. Are you okay? No. Am I triggering you? No. Are you sure? My friend just lost. In the UFC, so Oh, okay. Yeah, but okay. I'm, I'm sorry about it's them. It's okay. Um, okay, but before we move on, mm-hmm. I, you have mixed children. Yes. So how do you with your childhood trauma, with your blended families and blended uh races how do you go about instilling do you instill like you know black pride in your children and things of that nature you know you have black girls right yes so and a black boy yes and they're half yeah but you know what the world sees them as correct and you know and i can understand that um you know it's just i was thinking about the word when you or the terminology when you use blended family, right? Because for you, blended family, I, I guess, means when the kids are mixed, right? No. Um, I, I think that it's a multidimensional term. Uh, so a blended family could be when you have a stepmom correct. and a stepdad. Okay, okay, that's but, what I was thinking. Okay. But I, I also think it could be like 
the fact that you have uh, you have kids who are half white and you have so a kid who's So would it be like a biracial Asian. family? I guess you could say biracial. The reason I said blended is more so for the cultures, like a white culture and a black culture, Haitian culture, American culture, well, uh, know, Asian culture. It's like the, blended. But this is just like America's way or people's way of just adding labels to stuff like white okay. culture and black culture. Like So like, do I teach my daughters black culture? Like I, I don't even know black culture. You know what I mean? Like So and then- Do you think girl- that your daughters are proud to be black? Yes. Okay. But I think- they're the finding reason. that on their own. Their own. I think they would like to be black because it's cool. <laughs> like Ricardo, to, I'm not understanding you. It is cool to be black. No, but it, it's like, the coolest thing to be yeah, black. But it's just like, it, like, why does it have to be cool? You know, like, why well, is it not because, cool? Because then it like it takes. They're away, black. Yeah, but then it takes away from like other races. Like, so you don't think white people are cool? Spanish people are cool, or Mexican people? Why do you, do you think those people think they're cool? I don't know. I think they think they're cool too. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Uh, I don't even know. Like when you acceptance as for black, right? So like when I was living in Japan, like they're like kids there. Like I see them wearing a do rag, and I was like, bro, why are you wearing a? In my mind, I'm like, why are you wearing a do rag? But you see them dressed like that because that's how black people dress. So I think black culture is very influential around the world because we're cool. So then that's why. So then that's why it's it's cool. And stuff like that. Cool. So then, when my daughters are asked, like, "Oh, if they're white or they're black and stuff like that," they prefer to say black because I think it's the cool thing. Do they look black? They're light. They're red. Let me show you a picture. They're they're red. You're, you're bothering me right now. Oh my but goodness! I don't want, but I don't want to delve into this because it's like, are you not happy that you want them to be proud to be black and proud to I be white? I just want them to be happy. But their blackness is just, a part of them. Uh, yeah, but why does it have to put that label on being blackness? Because why can't this it just is be, the world we live in. No, this is the world that you live in. No, this is the world we That's live in, world my that, guy. When you no. get stopped by a cop, you know what he's going to look at first? Uh-huh. What do you think he's going to look at first? Your blackness. Yeah, the pretty world that you uh-huh. wish we lived in, the happy place, uh-huh. would be him not paying attention to you. But how do you know that's what he's seeing? Because we have had time and time and time and time and again of examples. The same, you it only took you three examples to decide that people were dedicated to breaking you down and making you feel. Uh-huh. So we've had millions but of examples. I experienced that. So I'm telling you from my point of view and my reality, you're speaking about somebody else's reality. I'm speaking about a reality that I've witnessed. Yes, but yeah, you witness. But it doesn't. Then, it's not my reality. Uh-huh. It's a reality that is factual that has resulted in the death I, of hundreds of black men. And I so do, it's a real reality. And I do. It's underst- not fake. I, I do understand. I'm an empathetic that person. The action that happened, but when you're saying when he sees me, all he sees is black, you don't know what he sees. Of course, every cop doesn't see that, but so, it is, you are, you are aware that we have all been, we have all been. Does, like, if you're asking me, do people get racially profiled? Yeah, of course. I, I think so. I mean. Oh my gosh, this is. This, is no, I'll tell you yeah, one thing. And your I, daughters are black, my guy. I, I never said they weren't. They look black. <laughs> They look oh. like light-skinned black girls. Okay. You like, can't even tell that they're mixed. <laughs> okay. They just look like well, light-skinned black dad, girls. You're like, you have to be mixed. And you think that and you think that they walking around, you think that they want to be black because it's cool? Yeah. What are you talking about? Because I talked to them. But and they so, are black, and it is cool to be black. So why can't they just be proud to be black? Yeah, but then like, 
when you're we're talking about the whole culture thing and stuff like that, and then you're asking me like, do I tell them about black culture, white culture? I just let them whatever that makes them happy. So and then you ask me about the reference, and that that's what I told you. So like they don't say, oh, I'm half white, half black. They just say I'm black. They probably say whatever feels right to them. Yeah, but like maybe if people ask them, they go, you know, yeah, I am mixed. But you know, mm-hmm. I think that like found. I don't even want to use this word foundationally, but I just feel like naturally speaking, would you feel more comfortable if they said I'm white? They can't. That's the problem. Uh. And that's the, that's the, to me, that's the, that's, that's why it's such a big deal because mixed kids, you can either say you're black or you can say you're mixed. But you can never say you're white because people look at you and they know that you're not white. But what about Spanish people who are mixed? They can say both. Like what? Spanish people that are mixed with what? I don't know. Colombian, Dominican Republic. Yeah, they, or... but they just say I'm Hispanic. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying because it's not a, his. If you're Colombian and Dominican, you're two types of Hispanic. Yeah. Like, so my point uh... is that what people see is what uh... they see. Okay, 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 okay. So okay. like they can't walk around saying they're white. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But what does that matter? It it matters. It wow. matters because being black matters in this country. Being alive matters. Right. I'm one of I'm one of those all all lives matter, you know? Because because you want to know why? The reason why is because we talk about black lives matter and this culture and stuff like that and number one I feel like black people is the one who tear black people down and then sometimes it, and then it's even crazy enough for the black lives matter CEO or whatever to okay. get the houses and stuff like yeah. that. And then it's just like you're black. You yeah. know what I mean? So then it's just like you're using black people for your own self-advantage. You you know what? I will never agree with the focus of this black on black. Uh, but it's in our songs, too. But it's, it's it. re- you love hip hop, though. Yeah, I do. I love hip hop. So I love country. So, I love. Uh, yeah. And so do the rest of us. We all like a multitude of music. Nah, don't say all of us because some people. A th- lot of us. Uh, there, I yeah. like a, a, a plethora of genres of music. Yeah, but then it's just like if if another like depending on certain black people, if they see me listening to Spice Girls, they're like, "Bro, what are you doing?" Yeah, listening they're to lame. They're yeah. lame. Well, no, but then stop they, hanging around with but, black people but, who are lame who but, don't understand when people have a palate that is beyond that is beyond uh, Kevin Gates. <laughs> oh, their oh their world. You There's know? tons of us. For sure. There's a lot of us. I, and I'm I feel saying, bad yeah. that you've you had to experience people like that mm-hmm. who were very like like just like stupid and weird. I don't call them stupid. They're just they're just not knowledgeable. And it's not my and it's not their fault sometimes. It's not, but, but that's not all of black people. I never said that's all and of black people. It's not of it and I, I don't think that you can use it as like this structure to base like because you say a lot of general comments like black people tear black people down yeah white people tear white people down they too do, right? and asian but people tear about, air people and asian they people do down. too and, and don't but, tell me that it ain't the same because who's you're the, you're well, not in that culture you're not I in the asian in culture you're not a you're not asian you're not asian that's not your reality correct and you are right but from what i'm seeing on tv it's majority majority of right because it's black people saying, oh, you know what? You did this for us for slavery and stuff like that. Bro, slavery has been done years ago. Like, why are we still having this conversation? Because the effects of slavery, the effects of- Move on of- from the past. Like, you weren't even part of it. 
really? Were you part of slavery? I wasn't. Exactly. So you don't even know what it feels like. Yeah, but it doesn't matter what it feels like when you see the effects of that world and and those rules and those laws being modernized in 2022 Uh in different ways. Uh That's all that we're... Certain things. How many people are in jail right now for 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 weed? Oh, I don't. I know it's a how lot. How many black people do you think are in jail right now for weed? Uh, I how many I, white billionaires do you think have weed plants? I don't know. These are effects of slavery. These are effects of Jim Crow. Uh-huh. This is what it is. So it's 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 illegalized. Not illegalized. So then you but, think everybody should be treated fairly? Is that what you're trying to say then? I don't know what you mean when you ask but me the, that question. Because you're, you just compared billionaires who have weed with black people who sold when weed. When I say billionaires, what I mean is there are white men uh-huh. who profit off the businesses mm-hmm. that black people get criminalized for every day. So, weed is just one example. So that's we can talk about you. artillery if we want to go so there. Then that's we could talk about crack cocaine Correct. if we want to go there. We could talk about cops, regular cops who get paid $80,000 a year. That's not real money, right? That's what? Not, How I, is that not real I don't money? Mean, when I say real money, I'm talking about, I'm making the comparison to the billionaire talk. Not saying that $80,000 is not real money. That Of course, it's good money. I'm saying we're talking about regular Joe Blow. Regular cops uh-huh. who profit okay. off of things that black people so get criminalized going, so for. So going back to my original question, then that means you think that everybody should be treated fairly. I do think everybody should think be so. treated fairly. I think fairly. that's where we're different. Because but why do? But you know what? When you say that everybody should get treat shouldn't be treated fairly, mm-hmm. do you understand that if everybody doesn't get treated fairly, the people who usually get the end of the, the short end of the stick are black people? And that's uh, okay see, with you. See, no, that's it's not, a fact. But it's no, it's not. Just, it's not a fact because it's not just black people who are getting the short end of the stick. There's white people who get the short end of the stick. There's Spanish people. There's Asian people. Like there's all types of people. Okay. You know, I I just think that like you know I think a lot of people don't realize that America is an individualistic country, right? So. Hofstad did this, he has this culture of dimensions and there's five cultures, right? I can't name all of it's like masculinity or something, but one of them is they talk about it's individualistic and collectivism, right? And America is an individualistic country. So that means everybody in America cares for themselves. So in America, there's 350 million people plus that care about themselves, right? So you're going to care about yourself in your inner circle. When you go look at other countries that are doing good and... Like Japan, for example, that's one I can compare to. That's a collectivism country. So everybody in Japan is taking care of Japan because they want to take care of Japan. So they're thinking about the greater good. So that's a collectivism country, you know. And obviously, it's easier to do that because 95% of the population is Asian. 5% is foreigners. So over here in America, we're all mixed. Right. So we don't even know who's landing it. So we're fighting and everybody's fighting. And there's like, what, 12 different races fighting to be right. So now we're bringing in cultural beliefs and stuff like that. So everything, all the truth is going to get distorted. But that's I feel like that's the point. But then how do you change that? That's the point. But and to how, say so as then, a black man uh-huh. to say things because this discussion began when I said that. I don't even know what I said. I think mm. I said that black people are treated unfairly mm. or we I don't know where we started, but to dismiss that idea 
And to say that everybody gets treated misfairly. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and not to acknowledge, especially as a black man, that black people are uh-huh. disproportionately treated unfairly because we are not the majority. We no, aren't. No. But we disproportionately get treated misfairly. So what is acknowledge, acknowledgement going to do? It's the bare minimum, but, though. But, the it's, bare, it's, like but we, it's the bare minimum to your standards. You don't it, know if that's the bare minimum to somebody else's standards. I'm talking to you. Oh. I'm only talking to you. Oh. I'm saying it's the bare minimum is to not dismiss it. Like, mm-hmm. it's one thing to say, I have a different, I have a different view on how this should be solved or mm-hmm. how we should address mm-hmm. this, but to not even acknowledge it because mm-hmm. when we had first addressed it, your response was totally dismissive as mm-hmm. although it doesn't exist. And I don't think that's do- tr- it, I know it does exist, but I don't care. I don't care. Okay. I, I have a short period of time on this earth. I'm not going to focus on something that I can't change. And if I was given that God divine power, like Martin Luther King and those other people who are able to make those changes, then I would have made those changes. Or maybe I could make those changes 10 years down the line. I don't know. All I know is right now, I'm speaking for the now. But don't you think that part of, you don't know, I'm not saying you're an activist or your destiny is to be an activist. Well, we don't know that. But it start exactly. So yes. that's my point. Correct. So the first step is just being honest about the truth mm. and not being in a place of I don't care about those but things. I These things honest, matter. But I, but I they, don't care. They, they, should ma- they shouldn't matter until they affect you personally. And that's what it Correct. sounds like. It sounds like you are not worried. You are not you are not uh you are not placing anybody in any category because nothing has happened to you personally. And I think that that's I think that we don't do that with life, with any other thing. Why would you do that with something as precious as life, as mistreatment, as unfairness when it comes to how people treat you and how you're mishandled in this country to just be like, you know what? Well, personally, you don't know. Yeah, I've never, I've, have I been racially profiled? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Have people been racist to me? Have people said racist things to me? Yes. Mm -hmm. But have I received the worst of the worst black treatment? Has my son died in the streets Mm -hmm. for wearing a hoodie or playing outside with his friends? No. Mm -hmm. So no, do I have that intense experience? But it doesn't mean that I'm not connected because in the same breath, the way you saying like this life is short and you don't know how long you have and Mm -hmm. you here for the living. That's how short it was even shorter for them. Correct. And they did nothing. But then I have to believe in God. They did nothing. But I had to believe in blind faith that God did it for some reason. Right. Because it's a higher power. But that's I'm sorry if I keep cutting you off. It's okay. That's not an issue to know that something is for a greater good. We can still acknowledge the the incorrectness of the action while knowing that it was used for greater good. All of this stuff is used for greater good. Although I don't like seeing black men die on camera and I don't know the optics and all of that Mm -hmm. stuff, I'm happy we can see it because Mm -hmm. this is shit that black people used to just talk about that nobody believed. Mm -hmm. People would say, oh, because I didn't experience it, that white guy down the street is a nice guy until they see that nigga on camera calling his neighbors a nigga when nobody's looking and nobody... And I'm I'm being generic. Yeah, but that's but, a, to me it's just, it's just an excuse, right? And I, I I get it. I get it. I'm not saying racism does not exist, right? Like that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is 
I'm not going to let that affect me. I'm just going to work harder, right? So then there are some, because then you'll have some people, and I get where you're coming from, but not everybody's going to have your mindset, right? So then it's just easier to say, oh, you know what? I didn't get this job because I was black. Or just say you don't have the skill for it. Maybe you don't have the skill but for it. But sometimes people don't but, get the but then job guess because what? they're Then work they're harder, work harder, and then get there. Because at the end of the day, America is a country that cares about money. So if you can provide a solution for some company, it don't matter what color you are. But don't let that be an excuse to hold you back. Of because, course. Because then you're never going to be good. But we also should not. We should. We, we have to work harder anyway. Okay. That's and we the should, problem. And we should be happy. No, we shouldn't be happy Why? when Dick Jamison can get the job and have l- less less uh, student loan debt, mm-hmm. one three less degrees than I have. Mm-hmm. No, we should be upset when when he gets the job and with his bachelor's he's making two hundred thousand dollars and I had to get here at a doctorate level and they're paying me one fifty. Uh-huh. That's a problem. Yeah, but then, so but then if if the that's fa- a problem. But if the favorism table was turned around and it was on you, you would no. We don't want it. We but, don't necessarily but it, want it. But we don't, don't necessarily want it turned around. You don't we want, want it. it. I think everybody just uh, wants the bare minimum of equality. That's what everybody's but fighting that's a problem. for. There's no number to that, so you can't. You can. You, you don't know the number until you know there the number. There is no Ricardo. number. There's no, there's no metrics for equality. There's you no, see it when you see no it. There's no metrics for common sense, right? Because your common sense could be different from my common sense. So these are things that are beliefs, and it goes back to culture. Now, there's their metric for money. Yes. Do we know? Oh, you know what? So we, that's what I'm talking about. We've been down. We've been down two quarters. So now we're going to be in inflation. Yeah, we can look at the numbers, and the numbers don't lie, right? But when you're talking about equality, your equality, somebody else's quality is all going to be different. You're just talking about your equality, and you are one person. I'm talking about standard equality. Well, what is standard equality? Well, it of course it fluctuates, right? It, but- yes. But the example I just provided is one that I'm talking about. You because one thing that the, it's it's almost like it's like and this is why I keep saying it goes back to slavery. You know, black people were one like we were what was it three fifths? Let me look up the rule. Uh-huh. We weren't even considered like a whole person. One person wasn't considered yeah, a I, whole vote. Uh-huh. That's my point. I get that. That's but what I, but that's trickling down to the point where we don't have the value. So we can have the education. We can have the same background. We're still not considered of equal value to a white person mm-hmm. doing the same all, job. But that's the problem. Everybody just keeps talking about white people and there's other races here in America. Yeah, but 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 we're just attacking this race first because then I'm not a, I'm and then what once you conquer who's white in people, power in America? White people or Indians? I think Jewish people are. There are what and, are and, they? And, and to be honest, what are they? And I think. What are they and what can they, they identify? They are Jewish. What can they, they identify as? Jewish. You know what? Somebody else had this argument with me and they keep telling me that white people don't say they're white people. I don't care about none of that. What can they? What do they look like when they're walking down the street? Because when the only time I could tell a Jewish motherfucker is when they got on that fucking hat and they got the curls <laughs> coming down. Be disrespectful. It's when, a yarmulke. Okay. When they got that hat on and the curls coming down from the side. Mm-hmm. And half of them ones that's up there at the top, they don't even wear their hair like that. And to be honest, I think Asians kind of control America because that's how much money that we owe to them. Ricardo, Ricardo, Ricardo. Look at, look at the debt. One look. thing I will tell you is that you put my, you let me know I still got it. <laughs> what do you mean? Because you put my sparring, mm-hmm. my sparring, my debating yeah. 
You oh, put I'm, them. I'm a, you put I'm them a, to work. I, yeah, I'm here, but the the problem you is you put them to well, work. The, the difference between us, I have firsthand experience. You have third party information. You're crazy. You're nuts. Yeah, you're I, nuts. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. You're nuts. You have third party. You're nuts. You What's have, your first party experience? You in Afghanistan? Well, me going to Afghanistan. Me going to Japan. Oh, so experience so is different have, cultures. So I've, because I've I you've never lived. Have, so you're just you're are just, you nuts? What other country have you lived in besides America? So what if I haven't I, I, lived in a different I, other country? That's not what I asked you. That's not what I asked you. Can you please answer the question? I've never. I've uh, only lived in New okay. Jersey. I mean, I've lived in New Jersey. I've lived in Virginia. Okay. Now, right? So we're talking about white people and stuff like that because there's only white people in America. There's out of 265 other countries. There's no other white people. No, there are. Okay. So, but why are you not talking about those white people? Because I don't. I live in America. Exactly. And, so, and racism so, is not as so, huge of an issue. It's an issue. Uh, and obviously, it's an you issue haven't in, lived in Japan because it's a huge issue over there. But. But how many black people live in Japan? You just told me 95% of the country. Correct. Okay, but so... It's, but we're talking about... You just said racism is a huge issue. It's not the it's number... Huger. But it's huger. It's huger here. I don't it's think the huger is even a word. It's the hugest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the don't hugest... <laughs> it's the hugest issue in America. Be yeah, because you live here. That's No, why. it's big here because there's a multitude of black people no, and a multitude of, of, of white people... The way this country White was set Americans. up. And I think it's just that your experience is just here. And because it's just here, then... Did, Japan, did Japanese people treat you bad in Japan? Yeah, they did. But you were an adult, so you didn't internalize that. I, I, don't, I don't care. Like, but you internalized the childhood. I just, I, no, I didn't. I just, like, after a while, after, to be honest, after the military and just seeing what the world is... And stuff like that, and like going to Afghanistan to see how people live and stuff like that, and I just became like, yo, I'm just, I'm just here to enjoy life, the little life that I have, I'm just here to enjoy it. I think that's just the difference between me and most people I get in contact with. But then when I travel, I have conversation with other people, and they understand it because they're traveling. So you know, when you get in these firsthand experiences, then it changes your mindset. You know, like if you listening to the This Is Thirty podcast right now, I just want you to um, let me know if I'm doing good. <laughs> let me know if I'm because hey, I, 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 I hope that I'm not doing letting y'all down. Let me know because sometimes I'll be thinking I sound stupid as hell. <laughs> nah, I they, hope I don't sound dumb. I hope I don't sound stupid. I hope I'm trying to put up a good fight because I like free thinkers like ricardo but you can only free think for so long yeah till i die oh <laughs> <laughs> that's literally that's that's it you can and, and, and i feel like it's it's okay to be a free thinker it's actually a beautiful thing because what this what america especially in this world wants you to do is pick a side they mm. want you to pick a side they want you to stay there and they, they want to push agendas you. on you etc which i get but i think that in the midst of being a free thinker, people don't realize that they also get caught up in an agenda that's a part of the free thinking agenda, mm -hmm. which which indirectly pushes them to denounce valuable things that are extremely important. It pushes them to ignore things that are extremely important, not only to the human race, but just to just to their own kind i think that you're black and i know that i am black. i know that being i know that being black doesn't mean 
much to you because you you probably look at yourself like a human mm-hmm. but there's there's so much pride that you should take in being black like there's so much pride that you should take in your ancestry and the 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 deeper depths of your ancestry and where you came from and how your family was even brought to Haiti there's so much pride that you should take in that mm. and i feel like if if you had like a i don't know maybe a deeper root like a deeper foundation maybe it wouldn't be that hard for you to i don't know to see or what I'd, i'm saying or i'll just be like everybody else just complaining Instead of instead of make, I, I instead of I, making actions, make we're on a podcast. So yeah. we right now our our goal is to talk and discuss. But yes. I don't spend my days my the twenty four hour wonderful, I mean the twenty four hours I have in a day complaining. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes time to address certain things and speak about certain things, if it's if if me telling the truth or my truth yes, sounds like go. I'm con- complaining, then so be it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not fine. complaining. I'm just addressing but- what are facts. And th- th- these things are not like like they're not things that we need to they're not even things we need to debate. They're facts. What I'm stating is facts. It's not a my opinion, your opinion. Mm-hmm. They're facts. That's what I'm talking about. It's yeah. facts. So I, I get that part. So just because they're facts, right? Now you can take that information and then you'll warp that information to your truth. And I and I understand because then are we still on the topic of still racism and stuff like that? I don't know where we are. Right? To because be honest. like for example, you then you're just like, Oh, well, you know what? You understand that black people get treated unfairly by police officers and stuff like that. So you so then now you warp the truth and then you just say there are facts that Cops have killed black people. I do understand that. And then, you, but then you warp the truth and you'll say, well, that police officer only just saw me like this because I was black. We don't even know that. But you're warping the, you're using the fact and you're warping I, the truth. I never said it. Yes, I you never did. said that or gave an example. Yes, what I said did. is that cops do that. Does it mean that cops do that every time? No. Okay. Does it mean that there are never instances where you just get pulled over because you were doing the wrong thing? Absolutely well, not. This is the Hofstede thing I was talking about, and I, it's comparing to Japan. Absolutely not. But do cops racially profile? Absolutely. Of course. I would they do. They got to so go home. when I say cops racially profile, the first thing you say is, how do you know? No. Yeah. Because so, that's what happened. So, but because you're saying that they look at you just because you're black, but like, I understand the racial profile, but I would racially profile too, because do you know the feeling of approaching somebody, you don't know if they're going to shoot you or not, and then you, you're not going to go home to your family. Have you ever experienced that feeling before? Racially? Pro- That's not what I asked you. I asked you, have you ever had that feeling before of you think that, you know what, I'm going to approach this person. This person could have a gun and then I can't go home to my family. I've been in a scary <clears throat> situation before. Similar. It wasn't with artillery. Yes or no? It was a, so sim- no. Okay. But what I will say is that. But this my is part, uh-huh. Let me tell you something. Yes. My part time. I understand. I think that we all racially profile. Like it's not just I know that we all do. I know that. If I'm being honest, I know that if a guy, a black guy is walking next to me and he he looks suspicious, I might lock my doors in my car. I know that that's a thing. But what I and I think that some of that is just innate instinctual behavior like, you know. Certain things look out of place. You want to be safe and you do things to make sure you're safe. Mm-hmm. Some of it 
is things that have been embedded in our brains about a specific race being dangerous. And the reason I say this is I say this all the time. I work at CVS part time. Mm -hmm. Tons of people steal. Yeah. Tons of people steal. And I even find myself sometimes, me and my coworkers will talk about it, because when a black person comes in and they look hella suspicious, I think that we're like hella quicker quicker to be inclined to think that they're going to steal. Mm-hmm. And I said, we always, we always like, we don't want to racially profile, let's be careful. And sometimes they'll come to the register and we'll be like, damn. And I always say to them, can you guys imagine how many Hispanic and white people Probably steal get away yeah. with stealing yes. because because we're they so have focused. a normal look. Yes. They look put together. Mm. We don't look at them in a crazy way and they end this bitch putting hella stuff in their purse. Yeah. Putting so much stuff because we're not they don't look threatening. Mm. But that's something that's learned. It we cannot it, we we can't just wake up one day and say black people look suspicious. That's fucked up. It's yeah. fucked up to look at a black person with a purse and but think, it's but it's something, in our culture. It's not in our culture. It's oh. also been embedded in us. Uh, but it's been embedded in so us. So we can break the cycle. So then we have to be consciously to break that cycle. You know what? I think that the rebellion or the rebellious attitude of this society is more so of why can't I wear a hoodie? Why can't exactly. I look the way I want to look but, and you not think that I'm stealing or just because there might have been connections because the white nigga in the suit could be doing the same thing. What do, so what I think our rebellious society is trying to say is because it's looks individual. absolutely have nothing to do with it. But, you know, statistically, that's what we use the numbers. And statistically, if somebody... I don't know, wears hoodies and stuff like that. I'm not a cop or anything, but I don't know if they're like, statistically, somebody's wearing a hoodie or something like that, then maybe they're going to do this or going to do that, right? So, you know, there's certain patterns. Like, for example, right, if you see somebody wearing a hoodie in hot weather, bro, why are you wearing a hoodie in hot weather? It already raises suspicion, but then what if he just likes to wear hoodies, Exactly. Right? But we don't know that. But you, we already, it's already suspicious to us, you know? So uh, one thing I, I can't agree on, you with is I do believe that police officers they need better training especially understanding is um what what is it called when their life is at risk mm-hmm. right because what their life is at risk compared to what the, our life's at risk in the military is two different things okay. you know so I I understand that but at the end of the day you know I understand them also too I want to go home right not you know let me tell you something when I first came to Jersey and I was working at T-Mobile, I was scared shitless. And the reason why is because I've never seen black Muslims or nothing like that. The only things I've seen with Muslim when they cover their face is in Afghanistan, and they probably have an IED attached to them, okay. right? So you're going to come in here, you're going to blow shit up. I was working at T-Mobile. This lady came in fully covered. I was like, oh, shit. This is about to be an IED. Like, I've never seen that. They don't have people like that in Florida. So I, so then when I, last memory of me, of me, Seeing somebody like that is in Afghanistan, and I seen that in Jersey. Then I had to realize that's how people dress, the way they cover their full face. But when it happens like that in Afghanistan, some shit's about to happen, you know. Yeah. So, but it, it's I understand it's not fair, but my mind is gonna profile it, right? And you can't control your mind. You can't tell your mind not to racially profile somebody. Consciously, you can not say it out loud, but mentally, it's already so going through your it's mind. It's one thing to feel. Uh huh. It's another thing to act on that feeling. Now, if that lady walked in and you're like, oh, shit, get the fuck down, everybody. Or 
or you were mean to her, yeah. or you were like, I'm not taking care of that lady. That's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. I and went that's, to the back. That's what, but, but even that to me is mm. better than being disrespectful but to her. That's not my job though. My job is not law enforcement. So I don't have to deal with these interactions. Yeah, but, but your job could have been to, somebody could say your job would have been to serve her. And I wasn't. And, and that's fine. Yeah. So my thing is like, stand down. Stand down. And I know, like, you if if we're talking about law enforcement, stand down or de-escalate the situation in a different way other than it coming to murder. Or lose your life. Lose your life over somebody else. But 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 that's the point. The point is, so for example, mm -hmm. you seeing this woman in her her job and fully covered mm -hmm. as a threat, mm -hmm. but not being a threat. You mm -hmm. just don't know that, mm -hmm. right? And I'm comparing it. But it's because, two different comparisons because that's not my job. Yeah, it's yeah, but even if if you were a if you were a cop. Oh, I would have treated her differently. And if you would have shot her cold blood. I wouldn't. In center have, I mass. wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have shot her cold blood. Center but, mass. But no, that's yeah. That's one thing I don't like. So I don't, that's I don't my like point. The center but that's why I my said hand, the My hand would have been on the pistol. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I don't care. Yes. If that's how you react, I'm not saying that we are a part of our experiences. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is that we need to figure out different ways to de-escalate and de-arm people. You can't be shooting at the temple. You can't be shooting at the heart. Shoot the shoot somebody no, yeah, in their leg. Sure. No, that's what I said. I said, Arm. No, that'll that, send them down. Correct. I I said this. Why are we shooting for dead? That's, when we are unsure correct. of the threat. That's that. Why? I, I agree. Over and over and over correct. and over and over that's again. What, that's why I said I think police officers need better training. You know, because the rules. Because when you go to a war, they give you rules of engagement and an escalation of force. So like the rules of engagement was, uh. I forgot the rules of engagement, but I know the escalation of force that we had was if somebody's coming to you and stuff like that, first, you have to use like a sign. They have like the sign and like in, in their language and stuff like that to tell them not to come and it's a stop sign. Then after that, we have to shout to them. If they keep on coming, we still have to shout to them and stuff like that. If they keep coming to us, right, then we have to use a pin flare. Then if they keep coming, then we point the weapon at them while we're still doing the other steps. Then if they still keep coming, then it's shoot to warn, shoot to disable, shoot to kill. But then if your life is in immediate danger, you can go straight to shoot to kill. But your life is only in immediate danger if they are firing at you. That's the only way. So I, I do believe that for officers, I, I know that... I've talked to some officers. I'm not going to say nothing, but... I have uh, several officer oh, friends. Okay, so... And I have family who's in the... In they, the none of them agree with I, the way things always hand out in yeah, the media. But it's just like the escalation of force, like it should be definitely different. I'm like, bro, why you can't just shoot in the leg? But they teach them to shoot center mass. I was like, but you guys are professionals. You picked this job. I understand that the job is a high-risk job, but still... You should be better at your job and learn how to shoot to disable people, yeah. right? In the arm Especially or in the leg. Especially if you know you have preconceived notions that may or may be incorrect. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That's the thing. Like, they may be or may be incorrect. Um, all right. So, we got really serious for a long yeah, time. We did. And I didn't even know we were going to go here. We were supposed to talk about some fun stuff. And some ghetto stuff. Um, we're well, gonna let me tell you the fun. Let me tell you the fun thing. Oh man, I think I can't even find it no more now. I found like one of the oh, here's one of the crazy laws in Jersey. Okay. 
it is illegal to sell a car on Sunday. Not Sunday. Yes. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. And let me see what it says right here. It it says, it says right here, it is against the law to sell a car on Sundays. If you're thinking about purchasing a motor vehicle in New Jersey, you might not want to. You might want to wait until the weekend to do it. That's because NJCA 2C semicolon 33-26 prohibits anyone from engaging in the business of buying, selling, or exchanging cars on a Sunday. So, and the reason why I mentioned that because we were talking about like different laws and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, the like we already have weird laws amongst the states. Okay. Right? So then now when you think about the country, there's different laws. So the when you make these laws, like you have the Whose mindset just said you can't buy a car on Sunday? So if you go to Florida, if somebody like a Floridian comes over here and is like, I want to buy a car on Sunday, like, no, nah, it's against the law. You'd be like, what? Right. But that's normal here. So then when you start to broaden out and then you start to get to these huge topics where you get emotionally charged, the mindset is different. Right. Depending on state, depending on the country. Yeah. Shout out to Brittany Griner. Not shout out to her, but like we're praying for her. You don't care. It's not that I don't care. It's just like... Casualty. She's a casualty. Hey, at the end of the day, you know, um, it sucks. But then again, it's just like, you did it. So, you know, it's... At the end of the day... Ricardo is so have, funny, just, guys. Just, <laughs> hey, just have faith. You're he gonna, might you, be the funniest person I know. You just have faith. You're gonna come out of. You're gonna come out of it good. I don't and know. And I think this is pretty. This is growth for me. Like to be able to have a discussion with you for this and not long. Not slap me. Yeah, like not even not slap you because I'm not like that. But like I just think that it's it's to to know when to back down and to know when to it's over. Correct for right. me. Um, not because I agree or not because I'm succumbing, but just because I'm just... It's irrelevant. I'm just tired. I oh, am yeah. tired. But it's just like, because like you're trying to pass on your right on to... No, I'm it? not. No, I'm not. That's no? not what I'm trying uh, to no? do. That, but that's what I'm interpreting as, as you're trying to... You're trying to pass on your right. Oh, you should be doing this. You should no, be doing no, that. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm doing. Why does I'm, the voice change, though? I'm, because I'm... <laughs> because Is this somebody I'm tra- else I'm talking to? Because I'm trying to make you feel proud to be a black man and i don't know if you're proud to be a black I, man i think you're proud to be a human and yeah. it scares me that you're not proud to be a black man because you should be you should be there's a lot of history into uh-huh. how you became today and you should be proud to be a black man and i want you to be proud to be a black man and i'm sad that your experiences have brought you Why? to a I'm- point where you are not proud to be a but black man I'm and happy. you're more proud to be a human yeah, than you I are am a black a human, man. You are a black man. Don't be sad about my experiences because the experiences where it got me here and I'm so happy those but experiences. But I want you to be proud to be a black man. I'm happy man. to be alive. I'm never going to not want you to be proud to be well, a black that's man. that's no problem. And, and just, you're never going to be proud to be a I'm just always going to be. That's not that I'm proud. I'm just happy to be alive. Like, but are you stop proud to li- be a black man? I don't care if I was a fucking purple Damn. person. I'd be all right. <laughs> See, that's that's crazy to me. Like, I don't know, because you're trying to label me. I'm not trying to yeah. label you. You are. What are like, this not a label. It is. You can't take that the, shit off. Yeah, the label You know what a label man. is? This is a label. And I can take this shit off. Uh-huh. Oh, look at when the examples just do themselves. Wow. This is water. Okay. This is water. Okay. Yeah, the label said Poland Spring. But as you could see, I took that shit off. Okay. And what's underneath it? 
It's water. It's plastic, actually. Can you take off that skin of yours? I mean, technically, you can. Can you take it off? Me? Personal? Be real. Okay, no, I can't. Okay. You can't. Okay. You can't take it off like uh-huh. this label. It's not a label. I so, think that it's a part of who you are. You think that water is proud to be water? <laughs> <laughs> I, no. I, That's not what I asked you. Do you think that water is proud? I think it should be proud to be water. But guess what? We it's are, proud that it feeds us. We are the, from my knowledge, from science, we are the only living organisms that can think of ourselves as a third person. Okay, now on to the next topic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this is probably the last thing I'm gonna talk to you about. Okay, even though I want to talk to you about something else, yeah. Like, let me tell some cool stories. So, oh, I just don't want to make sure I'm not messing anything up. Okay, okay, so I watched this video recently. Somebody sent me this video Mm -hmm. and he asked me what I thought about it. Mm -hmm. And it's a video of a guy and he's in a hotel room and a girl is sitting on a bed and he's cursing her out and he's basically saying that he flew her out. And I don't think the insinuation is that she's not putting out, Uh but I think that she was acting funny. So he starts going off and he's like, bitch, get the hell out. He's like, I flew you out here. You told me you didn't fly spirit. I upgraded your flight to Delta or United something. And he's like, now we in the room, we chilling. And she talking about, I don't like when people touch me. I don't like when people touch me. And I didn't get the idea that like sex was even involved yet because she was still fully clothed and he was. So I feel like she was just being funny. You know how some girls act funny? Like, don't touch me, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I feel like before anything could even get popped off, she's like, I don't like when people touch me. And he's like, nigga, I just flew you out. Mm-hmm. So what I'm asking you is, if you have you ever flown a girl out? Like a girl that you did not know and you were like dating her or talking to her online? No. Okay. Now, if you did fly a girl out, if you were talking to somebody and she lived in a different state, yeah. and you're like, all right, come see me. Yeah. And would you expect that when Services she Services need to be rendered. <laughs> <laughs> Services need to be rendered. Because, you know, it reminds, oh me of a, it reminds me of a situation that I was in when I, uh, and I got to Jersey. And um, I'm not going to say what era so somebody can pinpoint it. But um, so I, took the, I was talking to this girl, right? Took her out to eat and everything. Pay for the tab. Tab was like two hundred dollars. Then after that, we know we're kicking it. We in the car and every ah, that's you know what this is gonna pinpoint it, but whatever. So after we're hanging out and stuff like that, everything's going cool. Then she's a black girl. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See? Uh, right. And after that, then after then we go to another place. We're hanging out and stuff like that. Everything is cool, right? Everything's fine. We're vibing and everything. So after that, I drop her off home. I was like, "Yo, I really had fun." She's like, "Yeah, me too." I went in for a hug. She gave me the pound. She said COVID. I think you told me. You yeah. told us this. Oh, or yeah. You said this on a pod. Bruh. So services need to be rendered. Like you, you, like After you, you spend $200 bruh, on a you, date, you, you need First box? of all, you can get $20 in Cuba. Okay. So the services need You're to be nuts. rendered. I'm not nuts. nuts. It's true. That's why. If you spend $200 on a date, first date, you think that you need to get the box? Yeah. <laughs> or split the bill with me. What? Are you kidding? Boy, this is chivalry's dead. I don't. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah. What, I, I mean, even... what do you think? Like, so first of all, I. Well, you know what? Before we get into that, we'll get into the question after. Okay, I just confused myself, but okay, we'll go back to this one. Okay, so when it comes to this situation, when it comes to this situation, I, if I, you were flown out and you're talking to somebody, I don't know the conversation that you have. 
please tell me in your mind you're not thinking man maybe I, I might have sex with this guy if i'm flying out i think it just depends on the guy one it depends on the guy i'm gonna just be honest because there are different levels of guys yes there are some guys where certain things are not a thing yeah just like you said a 200 date to some niggas 200 dates is nothing correct that's like a, a light day yeah so it depends on the guy mm. because I'm assuming it could be a guy who like is used to flying and Correct, yeah. he lives somewhere out the way and he's used to people in a different state. So that's normal thing yeah. for him. If we are talking and I find you to be a conservative guy and mm-hmm. I'm not going to expect that I have to give you box. However, if I feel like if I'm flying to somebody in most cases, well, first of all, see, let's change the word because you're not flying. You're being flown, flown out. out. Okay. If I'm being flown out to you, but I still got to accept to get on the plane. Exactly. If I'm accepting to being flown out, I would assume that I like you like a lot. Because oh, if God. not, I'm the type of person that I'm not going to go. Exactly. But- I'm, I'm just not going to go if I'm not feeling you like that. And if I even if if even if I'm not sure about filling you, I'll try and strategically make a way to your location so we can hang out. So let's say it's a girls weekend and I do my girls and then I say, oh, I'm a link with you this day. You feel what I'm saying? So that there's no pressure on me and you to to do anything. I, I, I just don't like to put myself in positions where I'm completely dependent on a man to and from, et cetera, et cetera. But. I don't know. The idea of anything being warranted because somebody is doing something for me is wild. If I want to have sex with you, I'm going to have sex with you. Okay. And it don't really matter if you fly me out, if you buy me but it this. But How you would you me, get there? If you buy me this, what I'm saying is that uh, being flown out is not going to make me have sex with you. If I wanted to have sex with you before that, I'm going to have sex with how you. How would you have sex? Well... I'm 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 saying that the want has to be there and I already. Get that, but I'm saying you said it's not something. So where would you would you fly out for dick? <laughs> That's a <word. laughs> Let me. Huh? <laughs> Have you ever done that? Hey, no, you know what? I no, want no. That. But I've traveled. I've traveled a ways. I know. I heard. What you hear? Is that what you said last time? That you drove like a, an hour or so? Or was that somebody else then? It wasn't me. Oh my bad. Um. Um, but I've drove, I've drove to from state to state. Um, I've drove from Virginia to New Jersey, but it was Damn. my boyfriend. Like, see that? Come on, he was my man. Okay, that's different. We're talking about a rando. I don't think so. I'm just not that type of girl. Okay, but there are some girls like that. I know that. they are, and it, it it depends. Maybe I don't. It depends if your name is Kevin Durant. Fly me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So the name just has to be Kevin Durant. Yeah. Because if I change my name right now to Kevin Durant. Nah, you have to be KD. But I would be KD. Nah, you got to be KD for real. I would be KD for real if I changed my name to Kevin Durant. Uh, but You got to be more specific. You got to be, you would be KD playing in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. You have to be that Kevin Durant. Okay. So like. Does NBA 2K count? Because I'm really good at 2K. Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, but even then I, I, and I also think that certain niggas is cool. Like. For the guy who that's nothing to, I think that he may not be expecting box just because he flew you out. Because it's just like, yo, I live in a different state. This the only way I'm going to see her. Yeah. All right. we I could see her. We could go out to eat. And she could hang out. We could kick it. If we kick it. If we don't and we like it, ne- there will be a next time. Yeah. So it depends on... I, and I like that's... When I watched that video, there were a lot of things that I thought was wrong. Mm. Because I feel like 
she should have felt the vibe of corny nigga and he should have felt the vibe of corny girl. Huh? They both they both should have felt each other. People be lying. Because like one thing he said to her is like I was talking to my friend about this earlier too. He was like you didn't fly spirit so I upgraded you. That's true. My thing is What? Yeah. If 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 you got a problem with her wanting you to upgrade her from spirit to something else, you should have said, I don't got it. You should have been honest and been like, I But he did have it because he paid. Nah, he did it because he's a cornball. Nah, but no, he see, did it but he's you a say he don't ball. have it, but he did have it because he, he paid. had it, but he did it only because he, he was expecting services to something. be rendered. Exactly. Yeah. Which means you ain't really have it. I do have You're it. You're a corny. We, we all have it. But do we all have it? Hey. Hey, but not, do we all have it? Not all of us have it, because there are some people who, who don't have it who say that they have it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, so, what I'm saying so is there that are, there are guys out there you like that. You don't got it if you're going to flip out like that when she doesn't do it. I, being upset and being disappointed, of course. Yeah. When that whole leave be like, damn, she was, I, I hated her. But to wild out on the girl in front of her, record her. That means that you was hurt off of that. Uh, or you wanted for the likes. Huh? Or you wanted or for the likes. either way. Yeah, you wanted for the likes. So, either way, it bothered you. It bothered yeah. you enough to do that. Yeah. So. But, like, because, like, for me. That speaks volumes I about mean, your character. I think I'm corny, but I don't care. But, you know, for me, hey. you know. But get... you don't seem like a disrespectful type. Oh, you don't, you don't know the disrespectful. Are you proud to be disrespectful? It's not that I'm proud. I was just like. Don't warrant that behavior. I like it because I'm stealing your word, Warren. I like it. So don't warrant that behavior. I can be disrespectful, you know? Mm -hmm. So don't you be respectful, whatever respectful is to you. But I don't, she wasn't, he was, he was walling because she wouldn't put out. Yeah, bro. That's all he was doing. Would you wall on somebody because they wouldn't put out? Like the girl who gave you the pound, what did you do? Oh, no, I just cut you off. Okay, period. That's how it works. That's how grown people, that's how grown people behave. Yeah, that's not, it's not grown people. I don't want to say that. I just think, you know, I don't because we don't know the full conversation, right? Just only seeing what that happened. Maybe she should have been like, yeah, I'm gonna do this and do that and stuff they like that. Watched, did right? she? Because there are some there are some women when they're like, but I'm oh. talking about your experience. Oh, with the two hundred dollar date. Oh no, she didn't. She didn't that. put out. No. She gave you a pound. You didn't wall on her and be like, bitch, get out my car. Bitch, pay half yeah. of the bill. This is what I, I be talking about. Even oh, yeah, guys, I, like when I say respectful. But I took an L. But don't I'm do me like that. I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about conditions of disrespect. Uh-huh. I'm talking about conditions that are not suitable or favorable to your liking. But where's accountability? You're a respectful guy. But where's the accountability for the women? Like you know, you weren't gonna do nothing with me. So don't don't if take my money. If you think that a two hundred dollar bo- di- dinner dick or oh, dinner dick 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 in the box. <laughs> <laughs> if you think that a two hundred dollar dinner. Gives you rights to somebody's box, I, you are nuts. First of all, like I said, you're nuts. Twenty dollars gets the box in Cuba, and it do. But 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 that's that's also my previous point. Because if she wants to give you the box, she gonna give you the box. It don't Correct. matter how I much feel, you spend. Yeah, for real. So the two, but the two hundred dollars also being worth the box is also an insult so to me. Then, it's like nigga, what are you talking about? Like, but you think a- that because you spent two hundred dollars on me to eat some food, I gotta go. Bust it wide open for you? Why? Because I spent $200. Why? Then split the bill. Why? Then split, split the, the bill. Are you serious? You, uh, it, We're not talking about somebody who you're planning. Maybe, I don't know if you date to fuck, but if this is somebody you're dating 
to We don't even know if they're dating. I would assume. I would hope. See, don't assume. Don't I hope. would hope that if you're taking this person out on a date, because you could get the box for free, like we just discussed. Yes, yes. So if you're oh, you taking could pay that, for it too, because I paid for the box too before. I paid three fifty for the box one time. <laughs> like an escort, an escort? No, the strip club. She so she did side work. Yeah, but <laughs> not an it's escort. The, the way you say y'all yeah. is really funny. Yeah. But but I used to pay for the. Oh man, I'm about to get in trouble. But I used to pay for that boy in Japan too. Are you kidding? Yeah. Why? Why? Because it was hard. Stop saying. <laughs> Stop saying. I don't think I yeah. could go home tonight. <laughs> yo, yo. You think I can come sit on this couch? That's wild. <laughs> well, why? It's sex, sex tourism. It's very popular. Oh my god! It's, it's very, the name for it. Yeah, it is it's the name. called prostitution. It's called sex tourism. So you would just pay. What's the cheapest you've ever paid? For Twenty dollars. In Japan? Oh, in Japan, sorry. Uh, 175. Wow. And then what did she do? You guys just have sex? Yeah. Is so, it like lovemaking or just sex? Just sex. Oh my. But it's like, it's like the whole procedure because it's like you go in there first to say massage. Okay, cool. You go in there, get the massage, 20 bucks. Then after that, then she's like, you want me to? And I was just like, mm, oh, yeah. My. And then he's like, you want to fuck? How much? And then depend on the oh. girl. And then. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why this is so crazy to well, me. You can call them to your house if you want to. It's even more. It's like 400. Yo, so, this is nuts. It's, it's so popular in Japan. Like it's out there. You know, you can actually go to a place. You see my face, right? Yeah. I'm like honestly you can, you shocked. Can, you can actually go to a place and just take a shower with a woman. I know like prostitution is a real thing. It's just it's like. It's called sex tourism. And then you've paid for box here too. Yeah. Prostitution. That's illegal here. <laughs> so what did you do you just like were driving on a certain street no you go to the strip club oh in the strip club and yeah. then like she says she yeah. does side work i just say she does side work i just say yo i so want to smash what's up I got oh my and then she gives you your pro- her price yeah we negotiate <laughs> negotiating for the yeah. box is yeah. wild why so, why do that because you have a you have a product that i want Right. And what what about her makes you feel like I want to spend this money? Is it the way she's dancing? Yeah, no, the way she looks dancing and stuff like that. So. And was it black girl? No. Nah. White girl? No. Nah. Tell me the reason. Oh, Spanish. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're wild. I know. Oh my god. But I, I think I'm just wild and open with it. There are other people who do the same thing, but they're closed or they're afraid of being judged. I really don't care. Do you still do this? No. No. I haven't done this no since I've been back, so Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that's really a thing. Yeah. I mean I know it's a thing, but I can't believe it's a thing. Yeah, sex tourism. Stop calling it that. It's that's prostitution. What it is. It's, no, it's not, bro. Selling your body for money is it's prostitution. It's called sex tourism. But it's cool. It's a job, I guess, for it, people. It is a job. Do you have to use protection? Uh depending on where you go, yeah. Oh, my God. But I always use protection. Oh, good. I was scared to hear what you were going to say. Look. uh, This is crazy. If you're listening to the this is. Oh, my gosh. And they should even show you the top countries to go to. Oh, my gosh. If you guys are listening to the This Is 30 podcast. Make sure you um, go to Germany (laughs) and Japan and Cuba. You've been to Germany? No. Oh, I've been in the airport. So I'd be lying, though. I'd be telling people I've been to Germany, but I'm just in the airport. 
Mm-hmm. If you've been to Germany, I mean, not if you've been to Germany. If you've been to, if you've been listening to the This Is Thirty podcast, oh my gosh, we just we just had a whole bunch of bombs drop because this information is different. You know, and I think this is, I think this is important also too because it's just like this information it could help somebody in the future, like in the future maybe they're younger, and then you know maybe they could be feeling low self-esteem like me and stuff like that but then it's just like you know maybe if you're in one country you feel you have low self-esteem if you go to another country you could be the man because i've met people like you know they probably corny in that country and they moved to japan and they're extremely popular among the women you know wow so information is awesome um yeah yeah okay so i was gonna ask you about something else but i think i'm done Okay. I think you pretty much ended with a bang <laughs> <laughs> with um your details. You have lived. You have lived a life. Oh, for sure. That's cool though. Like I like, I like hearing about people who live a a different life. Yeah. Because I just feel like I guess we all know we're different, but you don't know until you hear yeah. about people's experiences. But I think that's dope. Yeah. I would be curious to see how many other men I've had on the podcast have been with prostitutes. You think mm. there's been tons? Um, Were you not scared? Do no. you look at sex yeah, like I, something think, sacred? No. At all. Never. No. Even with the person you love. It's not no. sacred. It's just a thing to get a nut off. Yeah. Cause like I, I, even like Do you that, ever make love? Do you ever consider? I don't sex? even know what making love is. Oh yeah, you're the two minute guy. Yes. Okay. Okay. All so right. I, I mean, it, it goes another label. Let me. Can I rip that label off? Or no, that one just stays nah, on me. See, look, they, see, there you go, right there. <laughs> that one got my stay own with people's you. two minute. Well, you said that. Yeah, I but didn't, we didn't label you that. You labeled yourself that. No, that is true. But you don't have to remind me. Okay, but that that makes sense as but to I'm why. But I'm not. I'm not the two minute man. I can't just be the man who doesn't. You are make the love. two minute well, man. Well, unless they got the Hennessy. <laughs> one hour that Henny dick is like, you know what Kevin oh Gates said? God. He said, <laughs> he said, Kevin Gates is a wild boy. Hey, he said, I'm punching, punching dick in her guts. So when I get that Henny dick, it's just <laughs> you, if they can hear that sound. And look at him and his wife not together. Actually, they are together. No, they're not. Uh, for real? Yeah, they're not together. And if even if they are together, he's very open about the fact that he sleeps with other people. Yeah. Which is wild. Why? Oh my that, gosh. That'd be that'd be a whole nother that'd be another topic because I got some friends. Are you a cheater? Oh, was a cheater. Are you currently a cheater? No. Why? Have you decided to stop cheating? Uh it costs too much money. What do you mean? Because I, I don't think like I'm an attractive like a super attractive guy when like a woman sees me and like yo I, I have to fuck this guy. But then it's like through conversation it's like damn I'll fuck you. <laughs> But through conversation, I have to take you out to eat, and it's too expensive. Oh, I can't focus. I can't focus on the other things. So it's cost. It's too much in gas prices. That's the only reason why you don't cheat. Like, I, yeah, right now, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Ricardo, you're well, a wild boy. Yeah. You're wild. So it's too expensive. Yeah. But if it wasn't. And if given the opportunity, depending on the does mo- your woman not satisfy you? All she does. So why cheat? Why do we want more money, right? What are you talking about? You're it's, why are you comparing it, money because, to women? Because it's the need for more, especially when you've used money to purchase women. Correct. So it's the it's the need 
to more. So nothing's ever satisfying. We always want more as Americans. No, when you true so love, just you told me I'm in love with her, but just because she satisfied me doesn't mean I want. I don't want more. Like how do you, how do you turn that mindset off of wanting more, right? So are you when you get satisfied making a certain amount of money, you still want more money. Even billionaires still work hard to make more billions. We're right? not talking about so, money. No, We're not that. talking about something that's so quantitative. I was using, I was using We're that. talking about something that's qualitative. Oh, right. We're doing the voice changes. So I said that that uh, <laughs> We're, we're, you're comparing something that's quantitative to something that's qualitative, which is a person mm-hmm. versus money. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about money. But I money. want more sex, right? So then there's like sometimes... Yeah, I'm, but you can always get sex. But it's a different type of sex. And you said you're satisfied with satisfied. her. So she gives you quality. Yes. So what's the problem? The problem... If it, I you wa- said you're in love. Yeah. If I, so if, what's the problem? I, if I was, it's just maybe this woman is taller Bigger boobs, bigger ass. I don't know. Maybe her feet is prettier. It's giving. It's giving. You're not happy. Oh, I'm happy. Yeah. Maybe it's not happy to you, but I'm happy. Oh, brother. So this is the game that we play. It's not the game. I'm being honest with you. I know you're being honest, and your honesty is awesome, but it's flawed. It's only flawed to you. It's flawed because it doesn't stick to your script. Or it doesn't make any sense to you. I'm happy. I'm in love. Yeah. I'm fulfilled. Yeah. But I want to fuck other bitches. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think, and I think the thing that women don't understand is this, that when guys fuck, like, we don't fuck because we like you but or you love told you. me you don't make love to her either. I, but I don't even know what making love is to make love to anybody. So... So, okay, uh, how, why they, are you they, in love with your girl? Um, I'm in love with her because she accepts me for me. When I'm talking about me, not as like the all the while not stuff. Not as the as black like, man. When I, had like low, when, <laughs> I, when, I, when I still had low <laughs> self-esteem and stuff like that, she was still by my side, mm-hmm. you know? So, and then when I had nothing, when I, when I was down and out mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, I was still working my way up, she was with me. You know what? Before we close this podcast, Um, somebody brought this to my attention and I don't remember who it was or maybe I brought it to my attention. But it was like when you ask, I think it was a post online. It was Mm -hmm. like when you ask a lot of men sometimes, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it was Shirley, when you ask men if they're in love with a woman and they start to explain all the ways in which she supported him mm-hmm. when he didn't feel it. It's weird. Like it's, we, it's, it's a dependent love. Like, and I'm not judging your love. Just I'm, hear I'm, me no, out. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking it's, it, it's like some men, when you ask them why they're in love with somebody, they're like, you know what? She held me down when, when nobody was repping me, she was there when niggas wasn't fucking with me. She was there. She's always been by my side. But when you ask somebody who's truly in love with the woman, why do you love her? He mm. goes, because I like her mind. I like the way she thinks. I like, I like her. I like, I like how she's compassionate. The descriptions have nothing to do with. And and it's weird because I do feel like the things that you mentioned are reasons for people to fall in love. Mm -hmm. But I do think that when you reach a certain level of love, you learn to attach those descriptions to the person's character versus how they benefited you. Got it? 
Mm-hmm. So instead of she was there when nobody was there for me, she's mm-hmm. a dependable person. Mm-hmm. She's a she's a loyal human being. Mm-hmm. I like she's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. She takes care of shit around the house. She's a businesswoman instead of she had my bag. She held me down. Mm-hmm. She she was there for it. So I don't know. Some of it well, may we, be just the way guys dis- describe it. Correct, yeah. Because I uh, sorry to cut you off, but <clears throat> like I don't know, like so like I said, with the low self esteem problem, like she knows me from me and then we grew up together, you know? So as like through all, all the ages and stuff like like through the ages or like What do 13, you think she would what do you think she would say if you asked her why she loves you or why she's in love with you. You think she would say the same thing? I would I would think that she would say because I was there for her when nobody wasn't. Okay. So, you know, and um like even but like like I know it's in love too because like even like when I see her, like I love I can just stare at her. I love the feeling of her body. Uh I love the bumps on her skin. Like when I get around her, I get butterflies. You know? So like I love just holding her. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But not enough to not cheat. Yeah. But she, she cheated on me first. So? 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 So you, because she cheated on you first, you're going to cheat on her forever? Yeah, I don't think you you can decide. You don't. You, <laughs> you can't. Ricardo! You, please! You can't decide you're when you're. You're not even correcting me. You you're can, not even saying no. Ever. You're just saying, yeah. You're just saying. It could happen, yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you don't decide your punishment. You did the crime. So, (laughs) hey. I I do know one thing. You have the option to leave the relationship. But you choose to stay. Right? We've separated. And she met other guys before. But nobody's ever treated her like You guys separated and you even... I left the country to separate it. Because I already knew knew myself. I was like, bro, if we're ever in the same country, I'll figure out how to get to her. That's how toxic it is. So I was like, bro, I got to leave. And you had another child. Yeah. And how did she feel about that? You know, uh, she's not too happy because it's a boy. So oh, then she wants. Will you guys have more kids? No. I'm getting snipped. You are, are you snipped yet? I'm getting snipped. No. Why do you want to get snipped? Because kids are expensive. And but, because like, I don't want to redo. Was the... that your son in that picture too? Yes. Okay. You want... were in that picture? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't see you. I don't know really? why. Yeah. I, you know, because. So your are your daughters and your son close? Yes. Okay. Like I don't want to have to go back to that age or that that time again where like it's hard to find a babysitter or I have to change diapers and stuff like that. Like I did it three times already. Like I don't want to do it a fourth time. Mhm. Damn. So. Wow. You know what? Ricardo has been a blast, guys. This is... I think you might have been the craziest guest we've ever had on the This Is 30 podcast. You know what? Mm. Your honesty is startling, but I appreciate it. Because Mm. sometimes people get on the pod and they cap. Yeah. They get on the podcast. Right? For what? Like, why cap? Like, like be happy with your experiences, whether good or bad, right? And then these experiences, they can help other people learn and let them know that you're not the only person going through it. Like, I always tell people... No problem is ever unique. It's all the same problem. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. But then the situation is unique, right? Because maybe you have this problem in Jersey and somebody's having the problem in Florida. So then they'll make that problem unique. But it's all the same thing. All problems are the same. That's what I think. So 
whatever somebody else is going through and if they're hearing this and stuff like that and be like you know oh man i can i can understand that or i can't understand that and i don't know maybe they listen to this and learn to be not like me so i feel like your truth is your truth yes and i personally know that there are a plethora of people in this world and what i do appreciate is when people come on the pod and they're honest Mm. because i feel like sometimes i talk to people who are similar to me sometimes Mm -hmm. in ideas and i also feel like i have a like a very strong moral compass Mm, when it comes to the way i express myself and things like that so I guess traditionally, if that's how you want to express it, I think of things in that sense, Mm -hmm. in a traditional sense, which I believe is the correct sense. Mm -hmm. And I think standardly as a as a unit, as the world, my uh, my opinion, not the world, but maybe we could say America, whatever, on an American uh, compass. I Mm -hmm. think that a lot of my opinions are on the right path or whatever. Or whatever. Uh, The reason I'm saying that is not to hype myself up, but to say that logically I always make a lot of sense. And I find that sometimes people, people that have opinions like you, they, when we get to debate, is this me hyping myself up? I'm I'm not trying to. It's kind of. But... I like the thing is I don't honestly if I'm wrong I'm gonna say I'm wrong. Yeah. If I feel like we still have something to tussle about or debate about I'm gonna debate you. And I feel like sometimes people get to the point where they lose the debate. Yeah. Or they find that there's a fallacy in their argument mm-hmm. and they're like okay I feel you or I get you. So I like that even though you admit those things and I guess I admit them about your mm-hmm. viewpoints too. You're still like, I don't give a fuck. I still I feel how the way I feel. Correct. And I'm going to stick by it. You know. So, like, it, 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 I don't think it makes sense that you're in love. Mm-hmm. And you, I, I, even the, it's not even the idea of cheating. I think it's the idea of being completely fulfilled but wanting more. Because if you're completely fulfilled in your relationship then I don't feel like you want more. And I feel like people cheat for a multitude of reasons, whether it be selfishness, Mm -hmm. um, uh, unhappiness, Mm -hmm. um, greed, Mm -hmm. several reasons. I think that, but I, I don't think that when people do cheat, they're completely satisfied at home. Mm. It could be like, Oh, my girl just not freaky enough. Mm -hmm. Or my girl, like this, that, and like like I said, there are some guys who is really just selfishness. They got a freak. They got a bad bitch. They have a good wife, good mom, cleans the house, everything. But they're greedy. But other people would be able to admit that, you know what? There are certain things that irritate me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just need to... We can't... I, all of y'all can't be greedy. All of y'all just can't be selfish, greedy men. Why not? Because I just think that's a lie. Yeah, but see, I think it's but a the lie. key word the key word that you keep using is I. But I is not my life. Okay. Right? So whatever I thinks does nothing to do with my life, you know? Whatever that makes you happy, you're gonna do that. And whatever makes me happy, I'm going to do that. You know, but Does your thing, wife does your girl know you cheat? Before, yeah. But does she okay. Is cheating something that you make known to her? Yeah, I told her. She she cheated on me too. Like no, we, no, no. Oh, sorry. 
If you are cheating. Oh, and to, to be like the is next day. Is this something that you're hiding? No. You're hiding. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hiding. Yeah, I'm not making it known. Are, are you going to run a red light and go to the police department and say, hey, I just ran this red you light? You find the most unique. Yeah, but I'm just asking you, though. Are you going to do that? Parallels. Are you going to do that? Yes or no? No. Okay, then. So I'm not doing that. But now, if so, I get caught, uh, I pay for it. You're right? going to be honest. Exactly. Yeah, you caught me. Wow. Right? So, you know, I think that it's, it's a little bit disturbing when you said that. When you get when you get these conversations with people and it's just like they're like-minded people, then I don't think your circle's big enough. Nah. It, it, it's the way I need it to be. Oh. I mean, and then that's fine. Then. So then you can live in this world. No, 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 uh, no. It's not about that. It's about preference. It's about... Oh, uh, okay. It's a, I don't think... I, because to me... What would be weird or bad is if I choose to not engage in conversations like this, mm-hmm. like, or I love everybody mm-hmm. and I love talking to mm-hmm. everybody, but I, I, there are certain things that I need to make a part of my daily space. Uh-huh. I couldn't engage in this type of discourse no, on a sure daily not. basis. I could. I w- yeah, I know you could. Yeah. I know. I, for me, it's very heavy and it's just like... The same way you say you don't care about everything, I care too I much. I didn't say I don't care no, about not everything. You, not you don't care, but a lot of the things that you mentioned a lot on this podcast, like I don't care, I'm just trying to live. Oh, yeah. I care too much about that stuff uh, yeah. to engage in this discourse then, all the time. But then you don't. Because it would stress me out and it would, I'm an empath. I take on a lot of feelings like, and it's my, it's a weakness, but I think it's also a great trait that I have as well because I just, I feel everything. But I what actions it. are you taking to fix them? Um, I think that I'm, um, I think that discourse is an action in itself. A what? I think that discourse, I don't know what like discourse means. Com- conversing oh. is an action in itself. You may, you may not think so. But I don't know who listens to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I have hundreds of listeners mm-hmm. every day. I don't know what they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have cops who listen to this mm-hmm. show. I've had cops on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had social workers. My mm-hmm. best friend is a social worker. Mm-hmm. Nurses. There's people of different work. One conversation can change your life. That like depending true. on who you talk to, Correct, that is true. depending on what conversation you listen to, mm-hmm. it can change your life. It can help you walk into work and behave differently today when you de- when you weren't. So when you say like, what am I doing to change that? I'm having conversations and it may not be a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the what best I that you think, can do. Yeah. The best I could do what I think to be right, okay. which is not minimizing my truth or succumbing to ideas that may sound fancy Mm. you know what i'm saying i just want to have this dialogue because i also think it's important for black people who don't have the same opinions to also engage in thoughtful conversations about their opinions because i'm not a fan of groupthink i don't support it i'm not a fan of it i think that everybody should think for themselves but i do think that like i've been saying the whole episode that there, there are certain lines that i just feel like everybody should be on 
You know, no. and I don't, I don't, I, I think that there are certain, cut I, the podcast off right here. Everybody <laughs> should be on the same line. No, no, no. I, I said that I think there are certain lines that everybody should be on. Yes. So there are certain That's lines. That's all I said. That everybody, yeah. so everybody should just follow suit. No, no, no. I said, I think there are certain lines that everybody part, should be on. But basically so saying- that when I tell you that I want you to be proud that you're a black man, I hope, I really hope that in three years, in two years, I'm, can I give you some homework? No. Please. Please. Come on. Okay. I'll listen to it and let's see. I want you to read a book. I read books. I want you to read a book. A specific book? Yes. I want you to read a book called Homecoming. Let me see if it's on Audible. I want you to read it and I want you to listen to whole thing. I, I recommend this book to literally everybody. Like, because it's literally one of my favorite books. Um, and I read it, I think like two years ago mm-hmm. and, um, it's weird. Cause I, like I had several favorite books before this, but I think By Yag- Yassi, yes. Yag Yassi. I heard it right here. I think that you should read this book and I want you to read this book and I'll, it to my, my wish list. Please. Okay. If you can find it on Audible, please read it. I have it. it. I just put it on my wish list. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Please read this book. Okay. And when you read it, I want you to talk to me. Okay. And then, you know what? Okay. I got some more for you, too, then. Okay. I got a book for you to read. Tell me. I need you to read this book called Unlearn. Okay. Right? And it's by Humble the Poet. Hold on. Let me go to Amazon. Is this some d- dumb shit? Oh, why is mine got to be dumb? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Your homework is dumb, too. How about that? I'm just kidding. Unlearned by who? Humble the Poet. Humble. Can I find it? Yes. On Amazon? Yes. I have a free trial for it. Yeah, because it's either that or I would say the courage to be disliked. The courage to be disliked? Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a good one. Yeah, but that's from a Japanese author. Really? The yeah. courage to be disliked. Mm-hmm. I hope y'all are listening. Those of you who are listening to This Is 30 Podcast, I really recommend Homecoming to anybody who is of black, who's black. I think that it's one of the greatest books ever written about um, the slave trade and the transition of black Americans in the United States mm-hmm. um, to present day mm-hmm. um, and the transition of Africans in Africa to uh, Africans and first generation descendants to present day, Mm -hmm. because that's the parallel of the book. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that every black person should read homecoming. I think it's a great book. Um, I read that. I think that book has 600 pages or seven, 600 pages. And I think I read it in a day and a half because it was just so good. Like I could not put it down. Like it was just so great. But, um, so that's your homework. I got these both in my likes okay, on Amazon. Good. So I'll Because I got more out. books also, too. Yeah, I, I love books. I, I read love a books. lot. I read a lot, too. I, well, I actually, love... I'm lying. I listen a lot. Okay. I have Audible. I've only done one Audible book. Really? I can't do reading. Really? Well, and I can't. Not you that can. I can't. I can. I just dislike it because I can't turn my brain off with the other thoughts to focus on okay. the book. So yeah, then, I have that problem sometimes. So then listening... It's almost like a read along. I don't think that they don't have those books no more, like the book and the CD, and then they read it along. They still do. Really? My sister uses them for her kids. Oh, okay. So then it's like that for me. So I'll, I'll buy the Audible and I'll buy the hard copy book and then I'll highlight it. Oh, okay. And okay. then after that, and then I put like notes in my phones and stuff oh, like nice. that. Yeah. Okay. 
So um, like, like, what would be like a favorite quote from that book? I don't know if I have a favorite quote. The book, it, it you got to read it to know what mm. I'm talking about. It's just like a very, I feel like, hmm, if I can explain, I don't know. You saw Black Panther. No. You never saw Black Panther? No. Really? Yeah. Ah. So as I'm a first generation African kid, mm -hmm. but the way I felt when Black Panther came out was like, I felt very like distorted because I was very proud of the movie, mm -hmm. but I felt like black Americans, although the movie was like a movie about African culture, I felt like black Americans like kind of took and held on to Black Panther like it was an African American movie oh. that did not highlight any essentials of Africanness. And it was all about Africanness to me. And I thought that, but I thought the movie did a great job of highlighting the differences, but the togetherness of African culture and African American culture. Mm -hmm. Like you haven't seen it. So like um, uh, Michael B. Jordan, to me, he's the essence of an African American. Mm -hmm. Whereas T'Challa, who is, um, who was Chadwick Boseman is the essence of an African, which they both support the same cause, but their route is not the same and they don't agree with each other's methods, mm. but they're both pro-black, pro-let's yeah, preserve this. Yeah, I wasn't watching Black Panther. After when everybody's like, yo, let's go to Wakanda. And I was like, bro. And I, I know I'm deep diving. Yeah. Because I know for some people, it's just like, yo, it just made us proud to be black. But for me, that's how I saw it because I'm a first generation Cameroonian American. And. Oh, you from Cameroon? Yeah, my parents are Cameroonian. Oh, I met a lot of Japanese, I mean, people in Japan from Cameroon. Really? Yeah. Like um, a, like, there's like a Nigerians in Cameroon. I mean, there's a, there was a lot of Nigerians and Cameroonians in Japan. In Japan. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, that's. So when I. What were we talking about? We were just talking about different books and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like for the quote. So when I say homecoming, the way homecoming starts is with two half-sisters, mm -hmm. one both born in Ghana, mm -hmm. one born in the village, and one born not in the village. Mm -hmm. And then it follows them, descent, their descendants, over mm -hmm. the span of, I think, like 100 years until present day, mm -hmm. where one is becomes a total American their family has mm -hmm. been blended through the slave trade and mm -hmm. they're just an American. And then the other one is like me, where she's a first generation American, mm -hmm. where she was born here. When they And then the two last descendants, they meet each other and they're related. But mm -hmm. And you know this because you're reading the book, but they don't know this. Uh, and they have a familiar connection with each other and they, they can't know figure out why. why. And when you get to the last two chapters, you're kind of scared because you don't want them to date because you know that they're related. Like Kevin Gates and the cousin. Yeah, but worse than that. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you don't want them to date, but then you find out that, that it's not that type of connection they have. It's a deeper connection. And basically, um, what happens is she ends up taking her friend. So you're just going to tell me the book then? No, it's just the last chapter. There's so much more that happens. Okay. Um, but she takes him to Ghana, to mm -hmm. the home, and he feels like, he feels home. And it's because he is home. Bro, you take me to Haiti, I don't feel like home. Oh, my God. Look at this. See, and the, so now read this from my, from my, but oh, my God, I can't even find it's it. It's us still potting after two hours. You said where we are? Yeah, we're still potting. Oh, my goodness. What's going to be a long one. You see, look, this is me right here. Right here, start, where I, said, I can't pronounce it too, so I actively... 
This is a quote from the book. I actively search for reasons to be happy and grateful in my present existence and continuously divorcing my feelings from no, from no, from no, my circumstances. Oh, I probably wrote it wrong. Call it, call, call it, it call it like stoicism, stoicism uh-huh. pessimism or realism. Call it stoicism, pessimism or realism. I call it just living and learning. That's, and that's what I'm doing. So I'm always actively searching. I understand the situation that's going on, but I divorce my feelings from it. And I, I get it, but it's just like, I'm just living. You remind me of a rainbow. I think that you are a rainbow. And rainbow people are cool, but rainbow people don't have a place. I live in the rainbow? Like in rainbow land? You live in rainbow land. You and live think, in rainbow land. No, no, no. I you want to live in, in fair. Fairland. Fairland is rainbow land. No, you want to live in Fairland. You ever seen that movie, The Campaign? No. Oh, my God. No, but you live in rainbow land, and it's cool. It's a cool place to want to live. It's colorful. It's nice. It's beautiful. Everything's perfect. Um, and you can divorce Every, You can every, divorce your feelings. Everything is not perfect. I, I, in I, rainbow land, yes, no, it is. No, it's not, but maybe in your rainbow land, but I don't live in rainbow land. You do. I, I live in reality, and everything is not perfect, but you got to move on. Keep trucking. Rainbow land is I want everything fair. Imagine if imagine if all our predecessors moved on. Correct. But then guess what? That's what God is for. And that's what the higher power is for. It. Okay. All right. Well, thank yeah. you guys for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. All right. This was a long episode. Two hours and eight minutes. Vote that's me where back we're on. at right now. Huh? I want them to vote oh, me vote back me on. Back. You should ask No, them. y'all should really DM me. Tell me what you think about Ricardo. Um, they're going to light you up. I'm I just know they're going to light me up. But hey, I think it's cool. Be, be constructive no, with your criticism. Be honest. If you um, say I'm a piece honest, of shit, But I okay. always say be constructive because be honest with love. Yeah. But like, you know, because some, some people, they'll provide constructive criticism. If you can see this, constructive criticism and never constructed nothing. <laughs> Okay, so this episode is brought to you by Rainbow Land. (laughs) 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 Um, Shout out to Ricardo. He is the president. Um, (laughs) Of Rainbow Land. He is the president. And um, and then shout out Lita's. Lita's, leave my cup. You like my cup? Yeah, that's beautiful. Your kids are on it. I want you to read it. My best friend, she makes cups and stuff like that. Blissful creations. No, she's in uh, Atlanta. Okay, create the life you want. Delete the things you don't enjoy and accept what you have. Sounds easy, but very difficult to do. On the bright side, you have your entire life to keep trying. However, long or short, that is. Ah, perspective. I See, like and that. these are all the goals that I've done, and I've put them on. This is beautiful. I, I need a cup like this. $70. 70 Come on, get your money up. Is it heated and cooled? Yes. It don't matter which one? Correct. Okay, I have one like this. My sister yeah, bought but it But you don't me. got one like this. But it's not customized. Exactly. Yeah, See, I like, like this. You see the MMA, then the Send me up. her page. All right, I will. Um, But I like this. Um, yeah, but thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, any mama, any cousin, any daddy to listen to the This Is 30 podcast. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, you're very welcome. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. We'll see if you'll be invited back. Yeah, they're going to hold me back on. <laughs> I, oh, they should bring all the negative comments. I'll answer it all. Okay. Yeah. If y'all have questions, I, I just I'll, yelled really loud. But if y'all have questions, please DM me and... Maybe we'll do a part two. I was supposed to do the rest of the questions from This Is 30 Live. Mm. Maybe if I have another guest in a few weeks or so, because I'm not doing an episode next week or the week after. I'm just letting y'all know this. Maybe the week after. Um, Yeah. But yeah, y'all be well, be safe, be blessed. Mm. Peace. Peace.